of the iHeartMedia Complex on WTKS-FM, HD1, Coco Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Yeah, it is. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It is the start of the Phillips file. This one for Thursday. That's Thursday, September 13th, year 2018. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff. Whatever that stuff might happen to be, news, current events, we'll do that. We'll talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine. And we'll find many other things to discuss this afternoon. We always do. So take part in the most listened to, the most popular the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. Um, you can send us a text on anything at any time. That's Real Mobile 77031. And uh, we'll read it and may use it on the air. You never know. Then on the phones, long distance, toll free, 978 1041 for those of you in the Metro, 407-916-1041. Mo's here. She has news in a few minutes. Yes, we'll sir. work off that. Jack is with us, and Pinkman is here as well. Later in the program on this Thursday, right after the news with Mo, that bonus round of closest to the pin, good fortune for you for the rest of your life, or bad luck for 24 hours. We'll see how that goes. We're going to talk some sports with Pat Clark today. Plenty of things to uh, cover. Uh, regular and a closest to the pin. Uh, spend a couple of minutes with Jim Colbert to see what he has planned for the program tomorrow. So you'll want to win it at six with lifelines. We'll have some nice prizes for you. Then Eddie the Shaman will get our chakras aligned. Oh, they got the big dogs now. They got all the big dogs down along the coast. There's uh, Anderson Cooper in Wilmington. <clears throat> now they fly. You th- mm. He's not going to the airport, right, to no. catch a flight somewhere. They're Hell flying no. him down there. Or maybe he gets aboard some military plane. No. It's just a ride. Well, how the, hell's he, how the hell did he get there? From Amtrak? From New York to <laughs> North Carolina? Yeah, but they closed all the, right. the, closed all the airports, so he must have left last night. You know, no, they got planes. They charter something. Maybe That's Anderson drove. Cooper. Maybe, maybe he drove. drove. Down. That's yeah. what I thought. I'd say he drove. Get in the CNN van, Anderson. Oh, you think? Maybe. Yeah, with some of the other cars. Oh, jeez. We'll let you ride shotgun. But Blitzer gets in the back. Yeah, Blitzer's not going anywhere. He doesn't go anywhere. No? Ever seen him crack a smile? (laughs) Not since Kuwait in Like Trump laughing. You ever hear Trump laugh? He doesn't laugh. I don't know what that's about. Hey, he smiles, but he doesn't laugh, and he doesn't have a dog either. What does that mean? Blitzer doesn't? I never trust a man who's got enough money to have a dog and doesn't have one. Yeah, Wolf Blitz. He doesn't, Trump, he doesn't like dogs. Nope. Never no. trust a man who doesn't like, maybe he got bit when he was a kid. <laughs> or when he was an adult. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, you get bit if you get a bad bite. You know, you then you're skittish. Like, yeah, I would A little be. skittish, but uh-huh. at least admit it. So, if anybody ever asked him, why don't you have a dog? Dude, there's plenty of room. Yeah, bro. It's not like you have to walk it. You can get somebody to secret service agent to walk your you damn dog. You got some dog. staff there, you know. You know, you got a you got your your son Baron to walk the dog. He's not Give him a little chore. 
He doesn't want a dog. He doesn't want the dog because there's no mm-hmm. dog to walk, and I bet you Baron wants a dog. <sighs> Every boy should have a dog. Every girl should have a dog or a cat. A kid should have a pet. You know yes. what I'm saying? I think kids should have Where a pet. Where am I going with this? Like a salamander. Anyway, we'll no. be checking in, and that was They're CNN bigger. as this Hurricane Florence continues to uh, batter the mid-Atlantic coast. Hasn't Has not come ashore yet. Waters continue to uh, rise. Yeah. As a matter of fact, let's go to this correspondent. She's in New Bern, North Carolina. She's uh, knee-deep in water. You'll probably see behind me the swing sets, the trash cans, which are being pushed by the water uh, that is continuing to steadily rise. We have ducks that are floating on water. We're used to have, again, park benches and grass where people had picnics out here in New Bern. Uh, we're standing on a roadway area where cars and people would take their golf carts and come enjoy themselves here. So just to give you this idea. Now, again, the wind is starting to kick up right now. The emergency managers have got people waiting. They have about 700 different uh, individuals who are waiting for after the storm to help out. All right. That's a CNN correspondent in mm-hmm. New Bern, North uh. Carolina. Water continues to rise. It's always the same, isn't it? Look for what? the biggest puddle. Tell us that the winds are starting well, to rise. Not, she's not a puddle. Eh. No, it's not a puddle. She's in a dark that's underwater. No, the waters are the waters are floating. Waters are continuing to rise. This is not good for anybody. We've been no. through these things before. And this all will I be can a say problem. is thank God it's not coming through Florida. Because yeah. uh, it's just no matter what they are, tropical storms, hurricanes, they're just a pain. They're pains in the ass is what they are. Flooding and power outages. Could I ask you a question? Do you feel a little bad about that? What bad. you just said? No, not I at all. I feel kind of, you know, you're, you're, you're relieved. I'll bring it on. I hope the storm turns around no, I'm not and heads head through down. central Florida so I won't carry any guilt. I don't feel bad about it. I don't want anybody to for their property to be ruined or anybody right. to lose their life. But, yeah, I feel good that it's not coming through Florida because we've been through hurricanes mm-hmm. before. Yeah. We've covered them. We've been in them. We've seen the property damage, the cleanup and all that nonsense, the power outages. And it's, it is. It's just a gigantic pain in the keister. I agree with that. And I don't. Um, thank you. But I. Not, well, hold on. I think we can. Feel a little guilty. If you're feeling bad about these I, mid Atlantic folks. I do feel yeah, guilty. yeah. All right. We're going to call on Pat Robertson oh. to, uh, to, to, to help push that storm away. So I'm going to ask you right now put your hand out toward the Atlantic, wherever it is, and let's speak a word right now. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, you Hurricane Florence, we speak to you in the name of Jesus, and we command the storm to cease its forward motion and go harmlessly into the Atlantic, go up north away from land and veer off. In the name of Jesus, we declare in the name of the Lord that you shall go no farther, you shall do no damage in this area. We declare a shield of protection all over Tidewater, and we declare a shield of protection over those innocent people in the path of this hurricane. In Jesus' holy name, be out to sea. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Let's praise God. Yes, amen. Yeah, Thank it's you, all uh, Pat Robertson, you know. The power of prayer. Well, I'm sorry, Pat. I don't think it's going to work this time. Of course, Pat, he doesn't have any shame when he 
you know, you know, when he says it's God's wrath when there were fires here in mm-hmm. Central Florida because we're, I guess, a little bit too gay friendly. So back uh, in '98, yeah, he can kiss our ass. Oh. Let's see what else we got going on. Uh, President talking about Puerto Rico, and uh, I'm sure that uh, Ron DeSantis, who is the Republican candidate for governor, is saying thanks a lot. I appreciate that because the president is yakking about the death toll in Puerto Rico. And he said the toll was only six to 18 dead after his visit following the storm. And he now says there are forces at work to uh, to give false information about the number of people who died in Puerto Rico from uh, from the from from Hurricane Maria. And they're all out to get him because it's about three thousand. And what he doesn't understand. Look. If you're in Puerto Rico and you don't have any electricity, and there's still parts of Puerto Rico that do not have electricity. Most of it's been restored, but it took forever. So let's say four months after Hurricane Maria hits Puerto Rico, and uh, you don't have any electricity, right? And you've got a generator going, it runs out of gas. And because it runs out of gas, uh, power to certain medical equipment in your home to keep your mother alive stops and your mother dies, is that a Hurricane Maria-related death? Of course it is. You lost That's why the number is near 3,000. That's why what he doesn't understand. And Ron DeSantis is probably going, you know, I could, I could use some of that Hispanic vote in the state of Florida, you know what I'm saying? And all you're doing is, uh, is saying, well, you know, these Puerto Ricans, and uh, along with the news media, they're just a bunch of liars. So DeSantis is probably going, thanks a lot, dude. Appreciate it. You know, trying to make some inroads into that uh, Hispanic community. Thanks a lot. Good work there. You know, fine. Thank you. Leave me out of it. Anyway, we got that. Paul Manafort. Mm -hmm. ABC, uh, because of Hurricane Florence, this story lost uh, uh, some attention because more and more attention was being paid to Hurricane Florence. But there are reports that President Trump's former campaign chairman, Paul Manafort, is in talks with the special counsel's office about a possible plea deal Uh and he's got that second trial coming up and of course the special counsel's office might say well now maybe we'll uh, maybe we can talk after you're found guilty maybe go light on the sentence but essentially you know it's not legalese but essentially they're saying i'm sure to mr manafort's attorneys we got your client by the short hairs all right he's going down and then we're going to find him guilty and uh, he's going to pay the piper. Well, if he wants to talk to us, we can talk to the judge about reducing the sentence quite possibly. But we got nothing to lose here. You know how that first trial went with only one holdout on the jury, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And this is a different trial, and the charges are a hell of a more serious. And as a matter of fact, you're, what you're going to see in this trial is a further connection between Manafort and, uh, and the Russians and the Ukrainians and all that kind of nonsense. Let's see. What else do we have? That's about it. Got to take a little break. We'll come back. We'll uh, plug into CNN when we have the availability to bring you the latest from their correspondents. We're out there covering Hurricane Florence. This is going to be a ball buster of a storm, I think. It's not going to end too well for a lot of people. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Got the news that 
Don't forget pickleball tomorrow to benefit mustard seed. Let's get to check out the uh, Saturday. Excuse me, I keep forgetting about those Fridays. Saturday Mm -hmm. to raise money for mustard seed. Let's get the news. Here's Mo. If you're tracking Hurricane Florence, it is a Category Two, and at the two o'clock coordinates, put it at um. 33.6 33.6 north, 76.0 west. I don't know what that means exactly. I think landfall about 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. That is correct. The eye. You know, there are bands now already making their way onto the Carolinas. Uh, the storm, the center, is 110 miles east-southeast of Wilmington, North Carolina, and 165 miles um, east of Myrtle Beach. So people are either A hunkering down, or B, have evacuated. The thing is very slow and very large, which means that it is going to dump a lot of rain on the area. Um, And the hurricane force winds go out. Yesterday it was 70 miles. Today it's 80. See that shot on CNN? Can you guys see that shot on CNN? See that house on the right? I'll bet you a dollar, Pinkman. It's not there on Monday. Oh, my goodness. Oh, very, very scary. That's nice beachfront property. Including that guy who's standing on the front porch. (laughs) He's not going to be there either. No, there's nobody standing. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, Yeah. Um, Anyway, 80 miles out from the center, it's hurricane force, winds. So this is gigundous. Uh, And um, I did hear some official with FEMA today take my word. When he described Hurricane Florence, it said this storm is a doozy. So I'm just saying now the experts are using it. Yeah, but They're, you said that the Hurricane Center used it. The hur- no, I used it. Yeah, and then you said used it, and then you said, then I'm, you said, no, that's what they said I'm on the sure Hurricane they said Advisory. It's be a Hurricane Advisory. It'll be in the next one. Wasn't in this one, but it'll be in the next one. Jim, the rain bands, you know, as I said, the feeder bands are moving on shore. Um, top winds are mm, 105 miles per hour. It is still expected to produce life-threatening storm surge and rainfall. So that's that's the deal there. But in Florida, the coast, the east coast, we have large swells from Hurricane Florence continuing to create dangerous conditions along the east coast. So you're getting rip tides, right? Yep. National Weather Service surf? says there's a high risk of life-threatening rip current today on the beaches, though, all the way from Georgia south to Palm Beach County. Ooh. Uh-huh. Oh, there's Don Lemon. They got him down at, nice. uh, he's at Myrtle Beach. Got Who's got the bubbly? bubbly? Who got uh, the bubbly? I don't like, I'm like, come on, Don. Couldn't you wear a CNN hat? Can't you even support the company? Is what is that? I don't, we don't know. It's some it, logo. Uh, we it can't. almost looks like it has a wave on it, but oh, Jack wait. said it's a chicken. I made that up. Oh. oh so that wasn't for you to repeat. It could be no, like sorry. the Tottenham chicken, you know, guy. <laughs> it Maybe looks it like is. one of those Olympic uh, logos. Not the rings, but, yeah. you know. Yeah, Track and the, field is over here. Swing is over there. Oh, I see. At least Chris Cuomo, he wears his CNN gear. He does. He wears a lot of stuff. Uh, a lot of flights have been canceled in and out of Orlando International Airport and Sanford no. Orlando International Airport. Yeah. Uh, half a dozen flights, and this was earlier today, a lot more uh, flights. If you have to fly, please call the airline a little bit ahead, and they will tell you if they're on or off. But a bunch of things going into the Carolinas, of course, were canceled stuff coming in from that area also done so be very careful uh, don't otherwise you'll be sitting you know at the airport for hours on end 
the attractions are opening their doors to some hurricane evacuees. Not for free, of course, but a lot of hotels are giving discounted rates for people who are fleeing who need to uh, you know, evacuate North Carolina, South Carolina. So they came here and figured they might as well make the best of it and go to Disney World. Uh, they... Uh, there are nine, at least nine, Rosen hotels, I know for sure, offering reduced rates for people affected by Hurricane Florence. Does you have to show your driver's license? Uh, right. Where are you from? And the distress rate that they're offering also includes pets, which yeah, I think is really nice. Prove to us you're from South Carolina. Right. Here's, yeah, here, here's your, your birth certificate. Here's your ID. No, you don't have to be born there, uh, but you have to I live there. I thought so. Can you? Uh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not happening. That's trial, uh, bummer. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, so that's, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of hotels and some of the theme parks are noticing an uptick in attendance and people fleeing the storm. So that's how that goes. They're heading this way instead of going where? Where are you going to go? Indiana? Oh, boy. Big deal. Tropical Storm Isaac will move farther away from the Lesser Antilles today and then move across the eastern and central Caribbean Sea. That'll happen this weekend. Top winds are 45 miles an hour. That makes it an official tropical storm. Helene, eh, downgraded. That's a big nothing burger. And later today, they're sending another Hurricane Hunter plane out into the Gulf of Mexico. And there may be yet another one brewing up that may affect Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. Feel bad for Don. There he's on the beach in Middle Beach, South Carolina. Look at that surf. Oh, boy. It's not my Like Superior's flatter than... (laughs) Uh, (laughs) A nice day at the beach. It's flatter there than, I should say, Lake Ontario. I mean, it's Uh just... That retention pond out the Mm. front door. Tell me about these sandpipers walking around. Look at old Don Lemon made them and his shoes on. He's nope. barefoot? Yeah. Melbourne yeah. Beach is bigger waves Barefoot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's Jimmy Buffeting. How many uh, stories do you have to rob before you're a serial robber? At least Six. In a day. Want to try that again? How many robberies do you have to do before you're a serial robber? Five. Six. Six. No. Oh, wait. Damn it, Pinkman. My bad. Deputies are now stepping up efforts to find the man who's robbed several Walgreens stores in Orlando and Tampa over the last couple of weeks. The most recent incident was yesterday or maybe Tuesday over in Hillsborough County. The man goes to the register looking like he's going to buy a bottle of water, but then grabs cash out of the register and gets away in a gray car. This time they did have surveillance video, but this is not the first time. It is several Walgreens and it's Orlando and Tampa. You're about that guy. I think he's in California. Mm. He meets women on some of the social media dating sites or whatever it is and uh, goes out and sweet talks them and they go out for dinner and then he skips, uh-huh. the, skips out on the meal. Yes. Oh. <laughs> he invites him on a date and then Yeah, so pay? like about a dozen times now. Yeah. I don't know whether oh. they found him and arrested him. I don't know what charge it would be, but yeah, there's oh. a... Defrauding an innkeeper. They're, they're, you well, she pays. Oh. Yeah. Well, she gets the bill. Paying, right? She's stuck with the bill. He just walks out and yeah. goes home. So do or... I got to make a phone call? You know, my mother's not feeling too well. Excuse me for just a minute. And he's got his phone. He walks out and he just doesn't return. And she's stuck with the bill. Yeah, she's stuck oh, with the bill. That's very, very fun that story. Okay. That's cheesy. A new poll shows Democrat Andrew Gillum leading the race for governor, but not by much, by a squeaker. The statewide survey yeah. of likely voters by the Florida Chamber of Commerce gives the Tallahassee mayor 47 to 43 for DeSantis. The problem is the margin of error is also four percentage points, so it may it may be a dead heat. Here's another problem for Gillum. You need somebody to tell you if you're ready to appear on Chris Cuomo's show on CNN, talking. and he's talking about possible death and destruction in the Mid-Atlantic. Don't have a big 
smile on your face. Hi, Chris. Because you're waiting to be introduced. Oh, because you're okay. going to be the governor, could be the governor of Florida, and you're going to have to deal with this kind of situation. Of you have to look serious, Som- man. Yeah, somber. Exactly. Uh-huh. Like, take care of business look on your face. All right, the other big race everyone's talking about nationally. Yeah, nationally as well. Well, that's a good tip for him. I, you know, he's, It is a good tip. Yeah. Governor Rick Scott, uh, who is in a dead heat with Bill Nelson also, is hoping to get a boost in his U.S. Senate campaign from former President George W. Bush, who is a special guest at a fundraiser tomorrow night in Palm Beach. Well, Seems a little weird because W. not a fan of Trump and Rick Scott a big fan of Trump. I'm not exactly sure how this works out, but according to an invitation obtained by a newspaper... Supporters can attend this George W. Bush event yeah. for a suggested donation of a thousand dollars a plate, and you can oh! you can pay twenty five thousand dollars, and that'll get you something wow. else. Yeah, maybe a picture. Uh, yeah, yeah, but they get are- you something in the future when you say, "Okay, I need something." I gave you twenty five thousand. Now I need something back. Finally, so you need to call your agency head so I can uh, you know yeah. dig up those wetlands and put an apartment complex. More news with Mo. The birthdays, the food upcoming. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Bonus round of closest to the pin at four. Back to the news, the food, the birthdays. Here's Mo. Yeah, lots of food. Today is Peanut Day, National Peanut Day, September 13th, 2018. Now, Peanut Day, I don't know, Mr. Peanut, roasted peanuts. I'm not sure exactly, but peanuts in a shell, peanuts of any sort. Boiled peanuts. peanuts. Best. Oh, All right. yeah. So today's Peanut Day. Honor the lowly peanut. And uh, have some of those. Tomorrow, Friday, we're not together. So... Cajun style, that's the best. Uh, it's so True mushy, that. mushy, though. Mushy, no, mush- mushy. No, yeah, they are mushy. Yeah. Yeah. All right, they're so. the same consistency as baked beans. But you don't expect that from a peanut. Oh, you better taste. You people. It much better taste. Tomorrow it's is culture. one of those days that it's, uh, I think, for some, an acquired taste. What's that? Uh, it's a cream-filled donut day. So it's a Boston cream or whatever. Bavarian cream. Yeah, any of those cream-filled donut days. Not jelly-filled, cream-filled. I can Uh, dig it. Yeah. My husband, I think that's his favorite donut in the case. I don't like him anymore. Cream-filled donuts. Okay, now Saturday. Donuts are her husband. No. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, not nice. I didn't understand. It's a good thing he can't hear you. He's going to punch you. Yeah. Um, uh, Saturday, the day of pickleball, the 15th, uh, there's... Three different days. It's either double cheeseburger day. Yeah, okay. I know you're a reducer. Reduce a Terry. I'll just uh, yeah, just one patty with cheese. No, it's a double cheeseburger. Yeah, I'll take a double cheeseburger, but only uh, a single. With only one patty. (laughs) Cut it in half. That's not it. So like Jack Nicholson and yeah, uh, that's right. With the sandwich, and he wants the bread and the tuna fish, but not the as good as five easy pieces. Uh, Yes, one of those. Thank you. Uh Or if you don't like cheeseburger day, I don't know what's wrong with you. But if you don't like double cheeseburger day on Saturday, you could also go for National Linguini Day. Can't go wrong with linguine, right? No, what? Linguine and clam sauce? See, that's it. You have to have it's linguine and clam sauce. Linguine and red sauce, I'll have spaghetti. It's just flat spaghetti. You got some clay, you get some chopped clams in there. See, again, that's good stuff. It's not just linguine because you are marrying it to clam sauce. Yeah, I don't want the clam. All right, it's also creme de menthe day, so I'm not yeah, sure about that. Yeah, clam sauce. So we right. gotta go regular. You know, going red. That's like, you know, no, it's like Manhattan like... clam chowder. Right. That's why I'll have spaghetti instead. All right, linguine. Give me a meat sauce. Linguine. All right, so that's on Saturday. Also, creme de menthe day, which is. Mm. You ever right. had linguine clam sauce? Ooh. So good. Yeah. I've never had it. 
Good. Oh, Jack. Have you ever had some crusty Italian bread? Creme de menthe? Yeah, it's good stuff. Have you ever had linguine and creme de menthe? No, that's gross. That sounds good. Finally, on Sunday, uh, uh, there are two days. One of them, a day that I know you guys all like. Sunday's one day, Mo. And I don't, it's Mm. it's a two-day food day, Sunday. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, Okay day. uh, Okay. Now, it's a, uh, it's either guacamole day. Like guacamole. Good. I cannot stand. Oh, no. Guacamole is good. It Uh, really is. I know everybody avocado loves Avocado stink, but guac. guacamole is Everybody good. loves guac. But, uh, you know, like, like sliced avocado, like on a salad or I anything? I don't know. It, it's the consistency, a consistency, but you turn it into a dip and give me a chip, I'll sit down and watch the game. Picky, the whole picky, bowl. picky. Finally, on Sunday, the other day, that is a, always a good time, yeah. cinnamon raisin bread. Oh, bravo. See? Yeah, that's good. That's, that's always good. Uh, no one dislikes cinnamon yeah. raisin bread. Got to go. No, well, you have to go with butter. You can't put anything else No, on. of course not. It's no that's just wrong. No. Right. You, don't, you don't use that for peanut butter and jelly. No. No, no not at all. That's a growing. And you have to toast it, too. You don't put a sliced meats on it. You don't have there. to toast it, but it rips the butter. Beer. The butter rips the bread if you don't toast it. Cinnamon toast raisin. It should be toasted. Toast. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Otherwise don't overcook it. Because then, you, then uh, the butter just soaks right into that oh, into that so bread. Good. Yeah, it's good stuff. And it makes the kitchen smell nice. Ah, oh, good. It's a homey. Uh, let's see. The Trumpster today. <laughs> President Trump uh, falsely accused Democrats of making up that number of 3,000 lives who died in Hurricane Maria down oh. in Puerto Rico. He put out a tweet that said, this isn't true. It's all made up by the Democrats. Uh, the governor of puerto rico is on the news right now saying no we really did have three thousand people who died and we didn't pad these numbers at all you know you get injured in the storm and four weeks later you pass away that's a hurricane related death that goes into the death toll you know your machine that keeps you alive you run out of it you don't have any electricity right you have no more gasoline to fire up the generator you have no more you die that's hurricane related death Jim, these you people know, had president paper of the towels. United States but, you know. gets hit the, somebody gets hit in the head by a flying roll of paper towels, <laughs> has a concussion and dies. Oh, That's a hurricane-related death. Mm-hmm. He does have a nice flip. The though, official man. number Too bad was he's so 60- fat he can't have a jump shot. 64, 65. For a long time, it was 64 or 65. But all of a sudden, bam, there were long-range yeah. uh, effects. And uh, now they tallied it all up. They did a big uh, study. You don't have any electricity. You can't keep your insulin uh, cool or cold. Right. Yeah, that can have an effect on you. Oh, no. No, he says no. It has to be immediate. But does that have to be a death? What, within how many hours of the eye coming ashore for him to say it counts or doesn't count? No. He's a chucklehead. Oh, boy. U.S. Senator Marco Rubio, Jim, says no NFL player does more community service than wide receiver Kenny Stills of the Miami Dolphins. Stills has become a subject of controversy, or if you're British, controversy, for taking a knee during the national anthem to protest social injustice. But yesterday, Florida's junior senator, Republican Marco Rubio, praised the player, Kenny Stills of the Dolphins, praised him on Twitter. The Florida Republican said, you don't have to agree with how or why he's chosen to exercise his First Amendment before every game to acknowledge the hours he gives voluntarily on his day off to serve his family. Yeah, you don't like him taking a knee? Go get another beer and a soft pretzel and mind your own business. Oh, boy. <laughs> Local officials throughout the state of Florida are teaming up with Amendment 10 to What's support that? it on the on the ballot. They launched their campaign yesterday in Tallahassee, where the clerk of the court from Martin County said the proposition is about good government and trusting the voters. If it passes, here's the deal. Counties would no longer be able to turn elected positions like sheriff, tax collector, clerk of the courts, and all that into appointed positions. And counties like Miami, Dade, Broward, Volusia that have already done that would have to go back to electing those constitutional officers. What? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Who's who's so, appointed sheriff in Volusia County? Not, not sheriff. I didn't. I just said sheriff. Mm, yeah, elected positions in our county. It's um, elected, um, but in in places like um, the, to, for tax collector, clerk of the courts, property assessor, all these things, um, they counties would no longer. If this thing passes, the counties would no longer be able to turn elected positions into appointed oh, positions. Okay. See what I mean? Yeah. See what I'm saying there? Yeah, I do. Uh, the number one airline in Orlando, I think right now, is Southwest with a number of gates that they have. But Frontier is taking over number one. Really? They will soon offer more nonstop destinations than any other airline at OIA. No kidding. Wow. Mm-hmm. Starting this fall, they will add service from Orlando to just a boatload of different places. And introductory fares are, of course, cheap. You know, that's the lost leader that they say. The new flights give Frontier 54 nonstop places out of MCO. Wow. So that's kind of cool. Wow. You know, just saying. Um, we are getting reports now that FEMA uh, is is in the news, having press conferences all, all the time. And they said, A, time is running out. Time has probably evaporated, actually. But they say, do not let your guard down with this hurricane. Uh, they are also coming out and saying that we may not be able to help you right off the bat. You know, we're going to get to you, but if you're choosing to hunker down, it may be a while. Widespread power outages, record flooding, Days and days of rain. So they are warning people now in the latest press conference. Just so you know, we're trying to give you all the latest updates. I already Be- had some flooding on some of the rivers, uh, yeah, you know, 30 miles from the from uh-huh. the coast. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Don't let your guard down. Don't Remember, let your elbows guard. in, gloves up. <laughs> right? I thought that's... Got to protect yourself yes. against oh, those see. body shots. All it takes is one of those body shots. Then the gloves come down. Then you go upstairs. Boom. Right to Queer Street. Oh. You know what I'm saying? I, I know what you're saying, bro. Uh, yesterday, we heard rumors that the CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase yeah. would be running for president, Jamie Dimon. Yeah. He de- today says, no, that's not happening. Uh, he took himself out of the running yesterday after that whole thing blew up. Dimon said he had earlier said, I mean, he, he made a comment that he could beat Trump. But he might not be able to escape the Democratic primary. So specifically, Dimon said, quote, I'm as tough as he is. I'm smarter than he is. I would be fine. He could punch me all he wants. It wouldn't work with me. I think Trump responded today that Jamie Dimon's dumb. Dumb? Something like that. Nobody thinks he's He's dumb. He's not smart enough. Oh, boy. Yeah. I don't want these Wall Street guys. I don't want them any near, you know. What? You got to get with the professional, you know, the guys who know how to get the garbage picked up, you know, and get the, keep the streets clean and that kind of individual. Right. You know, they dedicate their lives to public service. These other guys, you know, you go out there and, you know, their business is making money. That's true. You know, they don't know how to put the snow plows on the street. No. That's, you know, they're no. out of their element. The New York City Council, in New York City City, you know, the council, is approving a bill to add a third gender to birth certificates. Hmm. Legis- other? Mm, kind of. Unsure. It- It'll make the new X ID category available. Supporters say this gives transgender New Yorkers the ability to request a gender identity change without having to get a letter from a doctor or an affidavit by a licensed health care provider. The bill passed overwhelmingly yesterday, and it also has the blessing of Mayor de Blasio. So now you don't have to go through a big rigmarole to change your gender from male to female or transgender. You could just put X. Want to make any bets on the Cuomo-Cynthia Nixon primary? Oh, uh, I think Cuomo might beat her. Yeah. 
I bet one dollar Cuomo beats her. I'm not taking that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you, okay, beats her by how many points? Oh, this oh, is now I details. I mean, yeah, you know, I don't know. Takes what percentage ten. of the say vote? Ten. Ten. I say That's he takes. I say he takes sixty-one percent of the vote. Are you? Crazy? I'll take that bet. <laughs> Are you crazy? Uh, I think it's going to be a lot closer. You can throw your money wherever you like, yeah, okay. Pinkett, but That's okay. Bet. Write it down. Be sure oh, to write that I down. One dollar. No, one dollar. Cuomo, sixty-one percent right now. Whoa. That's Andrew, not Chris. Nixon. You oh, say he 61%. he did not specify before what Cuomo. So. <laughs> I know it's fine. And Pinky says sixty-one percent. Yeah. I say no. You won't get sixty-one percent. One dollar versus Jim. Okay, got it. Right. Um, days before the jury selection is to begin in the second Paul Manafort case, uh-huh. all of a sudden now the murmuring is the whisper campaign pss, 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 is that Manafort is in talks with the special counsel's office about a plea deal. Yeah. Well, what do you know? Give us a little bit of an idea what you know before we start, yeah. you know, this agreeing a on a deal here, this, bub. This may be, these discussions may be a shift. According to the LA Times, in, in, in Manafort's strategy, <laughs> because he chose earlier this year to go to trial, just balls to the wall, if you know what I mean, Look, only here, to you, be convicted. You got eleven worth for five out and three, or you can spend the rest of your life behind bars. What do you mm. want to do, bud? Oh, that's a toss. Oh, wait, I'll because take you it. know we're going to find you guilty. Mm-hmm. You're going to well, be found. You're going to be found guilty. They say they've got better goods on them in this trial than they did the tax evasion trial. Jury selection is supposed to begin on Monday. Uh oh. So he better make it, if he's going to make a deal, if he's going to plead out, if he's going to beg for, for something, he better make it the begging happen now. Well, you can plead out. That doesn't mean you're going to get a deal. I mean, you can always change your plea. Nope. Uh, well, that's true. Uh, originally, he had the choice to consolidate these two trials into one. He said that was no good. He originally was given an offer. He said, I'm going to trial. That was no good. Now he's getting anxious that the second one is about to begin. And now he says, I don't know. I think I might have to. Cough up some information. Here's Cuomo, CNN. He's good though. He's in, the in field. North Myrtle Beach. They got going to be hell to pay if there's another national emergency that is, needs to be covered. He's, Everybody's down there. I know. Uh, uh, let me tell you this. You got his shoes on about that. I don't know. It, Come on, pan it, out. A Miami TV station, Jim, is reporting that former movie superstar Burt Reynolds has been cremated. The news down there says they got a death certificate showing that Bert died, who died one week ago at Jupiter Medical Center in Palm Beach County, was cremated in Fort Lauderdale. The longtime Florida resident reportedly died of a heart attack at age 82. Tally Fields, uh, Field, oh. is it Field or Fields? Yes. Fields. Her new book is coming out of his memoir, and I guess she says she was... He loved him, huh? No, she says that she, she writes in the book that... She, and in a strange way, she's happy that he passed before he could read the book. Oh, Aww. she throws him under the bus? That's not nice. No, she's trying not to hurt him with what she She didn't says. want him to be hurt by what she oh, had to say. Yeah. Apparently, he, you know, exerted, tried to exert a certain amount of control over her life. Mm. So, now she's sexually abused by Jock Mahoney. That jerk. Doug Mahoney was one of the actors, B-rated actors, that played in one or two of the Tarzan movies. And oh. All right. Well, they're... Uh, they I'm sexually sure. abused her. And, I mean, you know, she's like a lot of people. You know, you go through certain traumas in your life, male or female. And we, you know, because she's the flying nun, we think that uh, no, so sweet, no yeah. harm comes to her. And her life is absolutely terrific. And, like in most cases, it just doesn't turn out that way. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if we talked about this yesterday, but they have Junk the Molly. American Music Awards coming up October 9th, and the um, nominations were released yesterday, Yeah, I think. Leading the way, Drake yeah. and Cardi B. Eight nominations mm. each in the American Music Awards. Uh, this is billed, this awards program is billed as the world's biggest fan-voted award show. Just saying. Mm, big whoop. Uh, Valley, Stream na- <laughs> Valley Stream New York native Jimmy Fallon is bringing The Tonight Show to Central Park tonight. How cool is that? The show is to be taped from one of the stages in, in the park. It'll be a first for late night TV. Oh, who's his guest? His guests include Blake Lively, Carrie Underwood, and Justin Bieber, along with the house band, of course, The Roots. Audience members were chosen through an online sweepstakes. Oh, uh, there's that general. Remember that he was, uh, what, he was part of... Uh, the New Orleans recovery? Yeah. He's got a mustache like mine. Mm-hmm. Mine nice. looks better, though. No oh, boy. Yours is much better, sir. Thank you. Uh, ben Affleck stepped down as Batman, yeah. and now Henry Cavill reportedly hanging up his Superman cape. No. The- Can't keep track. Yep. Ben Affleck used to be Batman. You knew that. Now, the guy who was Superman, Henry Cavill, uh, is Cavill. out. Cavill. 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 That can't be right. Is that right? I'm just saying. No, Cavill. Um, Shamil. Re- Shlamazel. Hassan Pepper Incorporated. <laughs> uh, he reportedly couldn't reach an agreement about an appearance in Warner Brothers' upcoming movie, and the studio doesn't know what they're going to do now with the Justice League franchise, but they told The Hollywood Reporter they have great respect for and a great relationship with Henry, and they don't know what they're going to do for Superman. But oh, anyway. What? Yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, I thought this was old news, but maybe you can help me. Roseanne Barr is now hinting... That the sleep drug that you're a fan of, Ambien, might have some had something to do with the tweet that got her fired from yeah. her ABC. What reboot. before? She said that day, the day right, after, uh, right away. Well, now Page Six reports that Roseanne shared that during. She just did a taping of an interview for the Doctor Oz show, saying she's done a lot of weird things on Ambien and thinks a lot of other people have too. People Ambien eat, people Ambien drive, people do all kinds of Ambien stuff. Roseanne said she had taken Ambien when she tweeted that racist comment about former Obama mm-hmm. advisor Valerie Jarrett back in May. I and just then, order things off Amazon. You do when you're on Ambien? <laughs> uh, really? Ambien ordering? That's when you get the best stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that looks, that looks nice. That looks good. Click. Mm. Uh, Roseanne, right. What the hell? What are they ordering this for? <laughs> Roseanne's interview with Dr. Oz. Oh, you know what I saw we'll there, and I'm sure you're week. aware of it because you watch more of this than I do. What is that? Is an egglet? Have you seen that damn thing? An egglet. Egglet. It's uh, you. It's a container, yeah. right? Uh-huh. And you crack an egg, and you and you pour the 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 goop into the, the egglet, egg. and then you put it into boiling water, yes. pull it out, and you've got a hard-boiled egg with nothing to peel. I have seen that. I have seen it. What an invention! I'm telling you. You have to have that. I'll I've already up. got one. You Picked have one on today. Lucky. Where'd you find it? I've Pharmacy. Seen, I've seen on TV. Like they oh, have. Yeah. Oh, yeah, all yeah, that yeah, stuff. yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Oh. Eh, I have an instant pot for making boiled eggs. Same. But then you have the shell. Yeah, I can deal with Dunk that. Dunk them in cold water. First. That's it. Five minute, five, five, and five. Five minute ice bath. Oh, then you've, you got to shell them, and sometimes part of the egg comes oh, off. Oh, this yeah. is just a hard boiled egg. Life is hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to take any chances. You're a picky eater. You don't take any chances. Hey, somebody else is doing something. I don't want to I don't want to have to buy another thing. Mm-mm. It costs a no. dollar ninety nine. Too much. Where are you gonna put it? Yeah, where are you gonna put? That's actually the problem. With you put it down stuff. with the juicer. It's a small device. <laughs> you never. Oh, it is. 
How big is it about? It's big. It's the shape of an egg. But the dust of the juicer will get on it. Oh, yeah. That, that <laughs> you can boil like four, four five, six uh, eggs at once instead of, you know, I right. mean, you can get peeled eggs at the grocery store. You know, sure. they're vacuum sealed. And after a while, it's like, they get you a know, slimy. Yeah. after how many days you got to toss them away, right? Oh, no. couple. Yeah. Oh, Jim. When are you going to try it? Couple, try couple it. of texters have. Why? They have? We'll uh-huh. talk about Uh-oh. it later. Okay. Okay. Uh, how about happy, happy website. birthday before we get too far afield? Let's do here. it. Tyler Perry. I know who Hello. Um, Medea, forty-eight. Know. Yeah, Aerosmith. 48. Oh, that's Joe Perry. Forty-eight. Uh, it's no, Steven Tyler. Come on, is, let's go. He's fifty. I don't, I don't know. know. Forty-nine. On the dot, right there. Oh, <laughs> uh, whatever. He knew. You it. set him up. <laughs> Why do you do that? I thought for? he was fifty. I mean, I thought he was uh, whatever. Okay, Stella, <laughs> fashion designer Stella McCartney. Uh, Stella McCartney is now. Wait. Yeah, let him go. It's pink. Let him go. No, it's uh. No, Jack got it. Yeah, Jack goes. Jim can go. Go ahead. Okay, Stella, daughter of yes, double nickel fifty-five. Thirty-seven. Oh boy, what, uh, there's wait, a range. What? Go, Pinkman. Uh, Forty-five. Go. I don't Pinkman, know. Pinkman, forty-seven. Very nice. And finally, finally, one of the first bands I ever saw. Uh, Blood, sweat, and tears. David Clayton Thomas. Yeah. Sang "Spinning Wheel," etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Oh, it, you blood, sweat, and tears. Totally just reminded me what I watched last night. Uh, okay. Spinning wheel got to go round. David Pinkman. Clayton Thomas, how I old? Know, I don't know who this Blood, is. Blood, sweat, and tears. Go. I don't yeah. know. Time's first up. band you ever saw, 71. 75. 80. What? Uh, <laughs> I didn't even play my own game. You just yelled out. Uh, Jim, We're 77. Late. I'll take it. Thank you very That's much. That's the lot. He Call me Moira. Thank you, Mo. We'll come back. We've got that bonus round of closest to the pin. We'll open up the lines. Mr. Pinkman will choose one of you to play against him. You win good fortune for the rest of your life. You lose bad luck for 24 hours next on Real Radio 104.1. Yeah, we don't like you either, but it's a really easy way to keep up with all our contests. Facebook slash Real Radio Orlando. From the... And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! That's right, Brian's on the line. He'll play against Pinkman. In this bonus round of closest to the pin, if Brian wins good fortune for the rest of his life, he loses bad luck for 24 hours. Mr. Pinkman, head to the soundproof booth. Bring you back in a few minutes to set your handicap. Brian, how are you today? Good, sir. How are you doing? All right, Brian. You know how this works. I've got 10 questions for you, including the crow question at the end. You ready? Yes, sir. All right, buddy. Good luck to you. Here we go. In three, two, one, go. Brian, Jeff Fager, the veteran producer for 60 Minutes, has been fired for inappropriate conduct. 60 Minutes debuted in what year? Uh, 49. Ed Bradley was one of the more famous 60 Minutes correspondents. He passed away in what year? Um, 98. Mr. Ed was a TV show about a talking horse that debuted in 1961 and ran for how many seasons? Fifteen. The horse that played Mr. Ed had the real name Bamboo Harvester. He died at what age? Eighteen. International Harvester was a well-known company that made agricultural machinery, tractors, and trucks. It was founded in what year? 
1923. The movie Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery, was released in 1997. How old is actor Mike Myers? 58. The British sports car known as the Austin Healey was manufactured from 1952 until what year? 1955. Jane Austen was a British writer known for at least six major novels. She died at what age? 82. Austen wrote Pride and Prejudice that was first published in what year? 68. Get it within 25, you went outright. If Jane Austen was a crow in Austin, Texas, she would have to fly how many miles to reach El Paso? 92. Time. All right. Got it. All right. Got Here Brian's time, Jim. All right. There we go. Hankman's going to mosey back into we'll the studio. We'll get through this, and then we'll uh, connect with CNN to get some updates from some of their correspondents in the field. Here's Mr. Pinkman. Pick up the dice, please. Roll the dice, whatever number it is. We will add to the number 18. That will be your handicap for this Thursday afternoon. Okay. Yep. What do you got? Uh-oh. Oh, where'd it go? Oh. A <laughs> nine. All right, 27 second handicap. All right, Mr. Pingman, 10 questions. You ready? Yes. All right, buddy, here we go. In three, two, one, go. Piggy Jeff Fager, the veteran producer for 60 Minutes, has been fired for inappropriate conduct. 60 Minutes debuted in what year? 1960. Ed Bradley was one of the more famous 60 Minutes correspondents. He passed away in what year? Uh, 1987. Mr. Ed was a TV show about a talking horse that debuted in 1961 and ran for how many seasons? Uh, eight. The horse that played Mr. Ed had the real name Bamboo Harvester. He died at what age? Uh, he was 12. International Harvester was a well-known company that made agricultural machinery, tractors, and trucks. That was founded in what year? That would have been 1938. The movie Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery, was released in 1997. How old is actor Mike Myers? He is 52. The British sports car known as the Austin Healey was manufactured from 1952 until what year? Uh, 1981. Jane Austen was a British writer known for at least six major novels. She died at what age? 63. Austen wrote Pride and Prejudice that was first published in what year? 1882. Get it within 25, you went outright. If Jane Austen was a crow in Austin, Texas, she would have to fly how many miles to reach El Paso? Uh, 122. Time? Oh, boy. Here we go. Let's score it. 60 minutes debuted in what year, Brian said? Uh, 49. Pinkman. 60. 1968. Pinkman. Ed Bradley, the correspondent, 60 minutes correspondent, passed away in what year, Brian said? 98. And Pinkman. 87. 2006. It's tied up. Mr. Ed, the TV show about the talking horse ran for how many seasons, Brian said? 15. And Pinkman. Eight. Six. Pinkman takes the lead. The horse's real name was Bamboo Harvester, not Mr. Ed. He died at what age, Brian said? 18. Pinkman. 12. 20. Oh, tied up again. International Harvester, well-known company, made uh, machinery, tractors, trucks. It was founded in what year, Brian said? 1923. Pinkman. 1938. 1902. Ooh, Brian takes the lead. The movie Austin Powers was released in 97. How old is actor Mike Myers, Brian said? 58. Pinkman. 52. 55. They both get a point, three away. The British sports car, known as the Austin Healey, manufactured in 52, 1952, until what year, Brian said? Three years later, 1955. Pinkman. 81. 1972. That's Pinkman. Jane Austen, British writer known for at least six major novels. She died at what age, Brian said? 82. 
Pinkman. 63. 41. She Pink. passed away at 41. Wow. Pinkman takes the lead now. She wrote Pride and Prejudice, among others. That was first published in what year, Brian said? 68. Got a little off the rails there, Pinkman. There. 1882. 1813. That's right, Pinkman. What's the score? Pinkman has six, and Brian has four. All right, Brian, you're going to have to make it work here. Get it within 25. You went out right of Jane Austen. was a crow in Austin, Texas. (laughs) She would have to fly how many miles to reach El Paso, Brian said. 92 miles. And Pinkman. 122. In fact, Jane Austen in Austin, Texas, to reach El Paso would have to fly 579 miles. Yeah, Pinkman gets it and wins the game. (laughs) Sorry, Brian. Bad luck for you. 24 hours of bad luck for you starts right now. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and... Closest to the pin. pin it's going to be a great weekend. Pin. For some? For me. And pretty much everyone other than Brian. North Burn, uh, North Carolina is getting hit. Water is rising in North Burn mm. and rising uh, rapidly. Yes. Pinkman says they'll have a great weekend. So uh, we'll keep an eye on CNN. And when they go to some of their correspondents, they got everybody down there except for Wolf Blitzer. He, won't, he doesn't want to get wet. He's not allowed out of so, the studio. Uh, well, that's Jake Tapper. He's not there either. Look at him. Well, you got to have some. Somebody's you got to have an anchor. Studio. Yeah, you got to yeah, have an anchor. Yeah. His hair gets frizzy in the rain. Doesn't have a waterproof suit. Cuomo's down there, and Anderson Cooper is down there, a whole bunch of others. Um, Don Lemon is down there. Uh, Don Lemon is down <laughs> there. So uh, we'll connect to them. When we can. As a matter of fact, we've got a couple of minutes. CNN is on the phone with uh, the mayor of Beaufort, North Carolina. Let's, uh, on the storm surge right now. What is the reason anybody would stay behind when so many people, including yourself, the governor, etc., everyone is saying get out of harm's way? Well, it's complex, Jake. Uh, some people don't feel comfortable leaving their home. Some people don't want to leave their pets. Uh, some people don't feel like they have enough money. Other people feel like they're going to get stuck with the, with the flooding that we've seen before. Uh, we, we tried to educate people. We tried to get them to evacuate as, as well. But, but realistically, some people just stayed behind. Tell us about conditions where you are. Right. We, we've got winds out of the north right now, gusting up to about 60 miles per hour. Lots of limbs down uh, right now. Lots of rain as well. Uh, we just had a major band roll through, uh, but it, uh, unfortunately there's lots of bands right behind that as well. So uh, we're, we're just sheltering in place, hunkering down. That's uh, Mayor Everett Newton, right? who's the mayor of Beaufort, North Carolina. They're getting hit. I've never had to evacuate because of a storm. My brother, my late brother did once. He said he'd never do it again. I know people are either in the bucket of, I'm going to hunker down, or in the bucket of, I'm getting out of here. But then you have to worry, what do you do with your pets? What do you do with your, you know, do you have all the stuff you need to be comfortable at a shelter? I didn't think about it yesterday, but somebody said, I don't have enough money to leave, or I don't have the method right. to leave. I don't, you know, I got a rickety old car, you know, I, you know where the hell am I going to go? Right. Other people are just, well, I've ridden them out before, you know, my great-grandpappy lived here, and, you know, that kind of attitude. Mm-hmm. Other people might say, well, you know, it's time for a party. You know how that works. I do. Um... But I think it's safe to say, you know, you really have to think about getting out of there if somebody says your your life may be in danger. Of course. I don't know, though. I, I, uh, what? I don't know if I, I don't know. I'm one of those types I think, eh, I, don't, I don't know if I want to go. So I know. You, would, you would defy the, the law, you know, in other words, defy the Law enforcement or whoever, you know, the, the experts, you would just I just don't myself well enough. Say, nah, nah, I just don't want to be in a shelter with all those people. 
My brother was like that. Mm-hmm. He lived on Davis Island in Tampa. That thing just goes underwater. Sure. So uh, one year when a storm was coming through, he went to a shelter. He and his wife. He was they was headed right for him. Yeah. That area. And he, 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 my brother Johnny said, "I'm not going through that again. I'd rather be just sitting on the top of my roof, you know, waiting for a helicopter to come <laughs> before going to." I think he said he's just mm-hmm. uh, you know. Now I know him well enough. He wouldn't do now. After that, I know him well enough. He wouldn't have. He wouldn't have done it again. He would just said, "Sorry, you know, get a raft or a canoe, and I'll just sit out in the front lawn and wait for the waters to rise." Yeah. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. The thrill of victory. I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. And the agony of defeat. Chicken Tetrazzini. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. Get an update on the hurricane, all that other stuff. Uh, related, not related, time for Jack's audio file. Here we go, and we will start off with a coverage of Hurricane Florence. I know we've been following it throughout the day. Here's a little clip uh, uh, talking about how we watched the the category size of the storm fall from, I don't know if it ever hit five. It was four, right? It never hit five. Correct. Okay, four, but now it's it's down to two. However, it's more than just the winds of the storm. It's the flooding. We go to uh, meteorologist Bill Rains a lot. Isolated totals up to 40 inches. You do not need a Category 4 or 5 to have a devastating flood of it. So there you go. Four, up to 40 inches of rain get possible will be a lot of flooding. And then mm-hmm. with that comes the power outage issue. And What's and- his name? Uh, Dave rains a lot. Bill rains a lot. That's not a name. <laughs> yes, it is. Well, yesterday, what was it? Uh, there was something about. Yeah. A, I'm just uh, another uh, weather name that sounded like a lot of weather names I've noticed lately have something to do. Oh, it was Weatherby. The meteorologist uh, okay. was Weatherby. Well, yeah. Yeah, okay. so that Bill is a rains name, but rains a lot or whatever you said. That's not oh, a name. I'm sorry, I didn't have my glasses on. It's Bill Karens. Oh. It looked like rains a lot. That's close enough. No, mm-hmm. Bill Karens is from NBC. That. Oh, so that's who it is. Oh, boy. He's a nice fella. I bet. Now the path is kind of leveling out, and notice it's not stalling as much. We're taking it now. Almost looks like a guaranteed landfall near Willington. Oh, so there you go. First I thought he said it's not snarling instead of stalling, mm-hmm. but I think he is different. Well, Jim, locally, news of the sporting nature. There was an announcement earlier today at Orlando City Stadium, they held a press conference. Um, some local politicos were on hand. Flavio Augusta de Silva, owner of Orlando City, was there. And the MLS commissioner, Don Garber, in town for this announcement. We're so proud to formally announce that next year's All-Star Game, uh, our 24th, will take place here, uh, hosted by Orlando City SC and hosted here in uh, the city of Orlando. There you go. The 2019 MLS All-Star Game will be held in Orlando at Orlando City Stadium. And uh, so that'll be next summer. Mm. That's it, good. That's a big deal. Yep. Last month, uh, the, the last one, most recent one, was held at uh, in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, the new facility that they opened up uh, about a year ago. Wait, was it a year ago? Yes. Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. 
think so. Yeah, I was there for the Peach Bowl on January 1. Right. So, yeah, it was fall of last year that they opened that up. And uh, so Orlando City, they, they, they fill it with 70,000 people. We won't have quite that crowd, but what comes along with the MLS All-Star Game, it's more than the game. You kind of get a week long of activities yeah. and expect uh, to bring a lot of people in the uh, Orlando Central Florida region, which is always looked upon uh, uh, keenly by business owners in the area. Uh, another sporting event that happened. Take a listen. I don't know if you caught this one yet. But that will do it. The Seattle Storm have climbed back to the mountaintop. They are your 2018. What? Fill in the rest. Seattle Storm climbed back to the mountaintop. They are your 2018 blank. W. No, Safim, uh, the, uh, it's the uh, Western Conference right. MLS champions. No? Okay, so you're going soccer. women's soccer? Western, Western Conference, it's the Women's Professional Soccer League. Women's soccer. I don't know if it's yeah. women's. Sounders, you said? Uh, Storm. Storm. Oh, Seattle Storm. Storm. That is women's. I think that's women's. What okay. I said. Here we go. Okay. Oh. WNBA champions! WNBA. Women's basketball. Rats. Congratulations to the Seattle Storm. Uh, okay. And whoopsie. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Let's uh-huh. just be honest. Now. You ever watch the WNBA game? Uh, well, have, we used to have a now team. I know why nobody watches. The Orlando Miracle. Remember them? We had them. Yeah. No, I Magic don't Miracle. I rest my case. But the, then they left. Mm. Where'd they, they go? I think I went to a game. Uh, they went somewhere else. This okay. was a, quite a few years ago. All right. Uh, sports of last weekend, of course, it still kind of uh, trickles out coverage of the U.S. Open uh, and the uh, the female side, Naomi Osaka, defeated Serena Williams. A lot of controversy mm-hmm. over Serena's behavior and her rant against the official there, right. and uh, it caused when the uh, you know award ceremony at the end the. The crowd in New York was booing. Um, nice touch. Nice touch, right? But uh, she discouraged that. I mean, she didn't. She did. That at all. She did. And uh, well, she they, had no choice. They were yeah. boo- they were booing. Uh, she had, she had to step up. Mm-hmm. Naomi Osaka, twenty year old uh, Japanese, idolized Serena Williams her entire career. Um, you know, her whole life, Serena has been the dominant uh, tennis player in the game. And uh, relished a chance to play her, was extremely excited, then defeated her. And here she was with Ellen talking about it. She said, like, um, that she was proud of me and that I should know that the crowd wasn't booing at me. Um, So I was really happy that she Yeah, but you knew the the crowd wasn't booing at you, right? They were just booing the whole situation that it was just, right? Did you you think they were booing you? No, at the time, I I did kind of think they were booing at me. Oh, no. because I, I couldn't tell what was going on because it was just so loud in there. Right. So it was a little bit stressful. Yeah, they thought Serena got ripped off yeah. and they're booing and acting. Yeah, come on. Yep. Well, you, you weren't in Philadelphia for crying out loud. All right, listen, mm-hmm. what are you saying? Yeah, you know. Not you really. You know how those people I, I hear are. where this is going and I don't think I like it. Oh, you it. know. <laughs> Fanatics games, Eagles oh, games. Oh, boy. Here we go. Oh, boy. <laughs> you don't want to mess with them. All right, let's move on. Jim, familiar with, there is a new tape out, a new video tape out uh, released by Miss Melissa Thompson. She is one of the nearly 100 accusers 
uh, of Harvey Weinstein. Uh, she accuses him of rape. She's she, got video? She has video of an encounter with him earlier in the day. So here's the mm-hmm. deal. She has a company. Uh, she's pitching uh, Harvey Weinstein that, you know, uh, it's a video, internet video thing to work in con- with promoting movies. And But she was videotaping this meeting. I do not know if she is, if it's secretly video or he was aware of this because he was acting, he was acting, I mean, forward. He was asking, can I flirt with you? And she said, well, you know, and she kind of answered, kind of said, well, a little, a little, kind of gross. but then he has his hand on her, uh, on her, like here she is talking about the tape. I was thinking, okay, he's hugging me. What, what do I do now? I was sensing I have to be a little bit more vigilant of this situation than I originally thought. So she oh, has lame. She was, I flirt with you. Yeah. But dude, no, just just Keep because you said that. Me, Bob. Here's a clip up. of the tape. Flirt, or you know, oh, creepy. Um, huh. we'll see a little bit. A little bit. Okay. Then, right, but then I won't. So oh, what do you want? No, it's okay. Now that I won't, you know. But then she said that's okay. Well, like, yeah. It's, and is, so here's the deal. She kind of gave him permission for that. Yeah. All right. So, uh-huh. so it's you know, of course, Weinstein's lawyers are saying, look at the tape, the whole tape. We have it posted at realradio.fm. Click on the Phillips Hall. You can see it. But the question is, you know. He kind of had permission for what he did, but then he was sliding his hand up her leg, and Ugh. she told him to stop. Ew. So, cut to, he said, okay, let's pick up this meeting. Uh, I have to go into the movie now. We'll meet at 5.30, and uh, he named a hotel bar. Now, the only uh, thing, the only, uh, it's no. power. Right. You know, if he didn't have that power, uh, she t- number one, she wouldn't be meeting with him. Number two, she would not know. She's like, get away. She's Ugly fat bastard. Well, she, well, that's what he is. Yeah, he's he's a pig, is what he's a gross he's pig. Yeah, and he exercises and he knows he's a gross pig. I so the only true. thing he thinks he can do is exercise his power and say, Well, I can get away with this because I can ruin you. Right. She um she d- did end up meeting him at that hotel lobby bar at oh, five thirty, however. They went to, you know, she followed him. He she thought they were going to a conference room. It was his bedroom, and she accuses him of raping her. I probably her at all that been time. in positions where we didn't want to go to a meeting because we didn't like the person that we had a meeting with. But we knew, you know, for some reason or another, personal or professional, mm-hmm. it was in our best interest. It happens. He's a pig. No doubt about that. You can see the tape. Judge for yourself. Realradio.fm. Click on shows. The Phillips file. It is there. You? Flirt with you. I can have my permission to flirt with you. Get there. Get, get can I put my hand on your leg? I mean, then he puts his hands on her body. He's like, get out oh, of no. here. All right. Uh, we'll take a little break. Thank you, Jack. Good job. Uh, upcoming next, Pat Clark will talk some sports with Patrick on the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Time for a check of the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. People are upset over an art installation at a festival in the Netherlands that allows festival goers to look like they're being executed by Jihadi John. I suppose it's better than the alternative of becoming a journalist getting captured and experiencing the real thing. Next, a French designer has created a high-tech champagne bottle that makes it possible to drink bubbly in zero gravity. Someone get Don Lemon on a rocket now. This is important. Finally, a Russian nail salon is at it again. They now make Starbucks cups on nails that you can drink out of. When it comes to pumpkin spice lattes, they really nail it. Headlines were brought to you by Filatowski I Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. End transmission. 
When you don't need help, but you want some anyway. I just, I'm at a loss. I just don't know what's going on. 407-916-1041. Toll free, 888-978-1041. Real Radio. 104.1. Little file for a Thursday. Every Thursday at this time, we talk with Pat Clark. Mr. Clark, of course, handles sports over Channel 2, WESH Channel 2 in Orlando. Please welcome Pat Clark back to the program. Hello, Patrick. James, how are you? Uh, I'm doing fairly well. How about yourself? I'm fine. I need to apologize. Why? Absence last week, you know, the untimely death of Mr. DeVos kind of threw us into a tizzy trying to get stuff done over at Channel 2, so I apologize. You don't have to James. apologize. I understand I the always, business. You know, I you always get... look forward to talking to you on Thursdays. It kind of makes my week. Got to do what you, uh, what you, what you got to do. Let me ask you a question, by the way, and that's nothing to do with sports. But I was watching you. Uh, I can't remember what day. I don't know whether it was last. Was my mustache crooked again? No, no, no. But you were on the, you know, <laughs> oh, if, I'm, if I'm looking at the set, you know, looking at the at the anchors. Yeah. You're over on the on the left side. If I'm looking at, at your you're TV. at the right, and usually you're on the left, oh, aren't did you, you? Did you move your seat? I don't understand. Do you, <laughs> do you get to move on your own, or do they say, Pat, we need you over there so the weather guy can step up, you know, and stand there? And Or were they getting complaints? Well, well now on ba- weekdays when I do sports, I'm actually standing to do sports. I'm not even at the news set. No, no, you're, no, you're at the that. desk. You're next oh. to what's your name? At the end of the newscast, I'm always at the desk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, I mean, do you get to pick your position? Or they say, you know, where's like musical chairs. Yeah. They just, you know, when the music stops, no. you have to grab some. Manalfi gets first no, dibs. The, the, the side that I'm on is, is has been the designated uh, sports side for some okay. time. Okay, all right. I just and the other side is that's, that's close to where the office is. It's easier for those guys just to step right up to the Oh, I step right up to the desk and, and talk. So that's how that works. Right, let me go through some college football. Uh, I want to talk about the Gators. I want to uh, talk about the uh, UCF Knights. I'd like the record uh, to reflect once again that Monday afternoon on the show, I wore my UCF visor. Of course you did. In yep, honor of did. their uh, victory. Uh, what is it, 50, 15 games straight now without a loss? Okay. It is. Yep. So good for them. Miserable experience for the Gators at home against Kentucky. Nobody loses to Kentucky in Gainesville. At uh, home. I mean, come on. Here we go. Well, you're right. It had been 1979, I right. think, is the last time that Kentucky won in Gainesville. Awful. 1979, James. That is a long time ago. I was in college. Hmm. Yes, I did go to college. I was in college. <laughs> Well, I wasn't at that college anymore. I finally got out of that godforsaken town. Oh boy! You know, a number of years earlier. Mm-hmm. I just can't. You know, I'm, I'm I'm looking at them play, and I'm going, "Good God Almighty!" What? You know, Orlando City could beat them. Eee. Oh, I don't know about that. No, uh, they you know can't what I mean. Not it's really, a, no, you know, no. it's hyperbole, well, listen, but uh, you know what I mean. Felipe Franks, the Gator quarterback, has taken so much heat. Uh, since that game, you know, not one person doesn't lose a game for a team. This was a, a team effort, poor as it might have been. You know, their defense gave up 300 yards rushing. Ugh. You just don't do that. And remember, Kentucky is not not a great football team. I mean, but they looked very, very good did. against Florida. There are a lot of problems with this Florida football team mm-hmm. right now. And Dan Mullen, Dan Mullen knows that. But Felipe Franks. Uh, I'll tell you this quickly, spoke to the media. You know, they have a media availability on Mondays, and I wasn't there, but they make the videotape available to the media, and it was clear. And it was very brief, by the way. It was he, I don't think he was at the mic for three minutes. 
And his answers were one sentence. Um, they had no substance to them. It, it, that was the last place that he wanted to be. Man, he stunk up a storm. Yeah. Well, he did. I could well, throw a ball better than that's him. That's not nice. Well, the whole team stunk up a storm. Yeah, uh, right. That's the point I make. Yeah, he didn't. You're right. He didn't play particularly well. But neither did the team. And, of course, someone has to be a scapegoat when the team loses. Sure. And the quarterback is always a, always a good target, and he was for a lot of folks. I'm sure that social media has its purposes that are very positive. But it, it can be some Brutal. It can be a very negative thing as well, very cruel. Hmm. And by all accounts, it has been for him and probably other members of that team since Saturday. Well, at least my hometown team is, is doing well. Oh, now that your hometown of, team? Yeah, well, of course. We mm-hmm. talked about this before. You know, last season I was a little bit, you know, at the end of the season Not of the national championship, yeah. championship mm-hmm. controversy. But, you know, hey, it's a new season. It's the University of Central Florida. I've been here longer than it was then it's been University of Central Florida. When I got here, it was Florida Technological University. That was its name. Yeah. But, you know, what, what else am I going to do? Mm-hmm. So I put on my visor, and good for them, and uh, rah, rah, siskumba. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's too bad they lost a the game this weekend, too. Um, they would have gone to North Carolina for a yeah. noon kick on Saturday, but, of course, the storm, mm-hmm. uh, it was the wise choice to make, just not play the game. And, really, if you're North Carolina – I don't think they wanted to play that game, even if the weather had been good, because North Carolina is horrible. Yes, it's an ACC school, but Carolina got hammered by East Carolina last week. They're just not very good at all. And Larry Fedora, their head coach, is on a very hot seat right now. So almost certainly Carolina would have lost to UCF. No one, by the way, takes UCF lightly anymore, James. And if you take a look at that schedule up and down, they've got Pitt coming here in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Panthers could be very good. FAU will be here next Friday. Uh, that's Lane Kiffin's team, but they got hammered by Oklahoma up there a few weeks ago. It's possible that UCF could just run the table. I almost hate saying that so early in the season. Good. But this, this team is so replete with talent. Yeah. I mean, they're strong everywhere, and they're deep. As well, so this could be another magical year for this football team. Well, I wish, yeah, I wish them the best. I hope uh, I hope yeah, to have another absolutely. great season. What's your yeah. take on the Serena Williams controversy? Oh, tough one. Oh, oh. oh come on! What is that noise? What do you think? I mean, well, I, yeah. I thought she lost it. I thought it could have been handled a lot better. I understand the what do you call him, the referee, whatever you call the guy in the chair. You know, there, here's, there here's could be move for movement on both sides, but I thought she lost her temper, and I think she lost her temper because she knew in her heart somewhere along the line she was going to lose. Um, I'm not sure that that's the case. But what bothers me most about this is that you had this young uh, gal who was the first uh, player from Japan to win a major championship. Right. Mm-hmm. And lost, lost in all of the Serena talk was the wonderful tournament that this – Naomi Osaka had. She was spectacular, and it was really hard to watch the awards ceremony mm-hmm. after that was all over. You know, and Serena standing there at the time saying, "Come on, we have to do. It. Let's stop booing." You know, and all that. Well, you know, it's too late because Serena created that atmosphere that day, and everyone, everyone loves Serena Williams. And well, they she was should. On the cusp of, of yeah, absolutely. She's a, she's a, right. a, a but, arguably but, the greatest female tennis player ever. If not one yes. of the, one of the greatest female American athletes ever, there's no question about this. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But my point is that by the time they got to the, the award ceremony, this this poor Naomi Osaka, 
I shouldn't say poor. She won a lot of money. But that's not the way you want to win your first major championship. I mean, no one was talking about her that day. It was all about Serena. And I guess that's just what bothered me most. She had a terrific tournament. She defeated Serena in a game, a match that was tainted by a chair umpire's decision to first call a point penalty on Serena and then a game penalty. That's a pretty severe thing, Mm -hmm. a match like that, especially when the argument can be made, even though it's against the rule, rarely is the rule enforced where players are being coached by their coaches who are in the stands. You're not supposed to do it, but it happens all the time. And for that to be called in a major championship, in the championship match, just seemed like a little, it was a little bit odd for that day. Yeah, I wonder whether tennis, you know, there's move, should be movement on both sides here. I mean, as as far as I can tell, I'm not a tennis aficionado, but it seems to me that things could have been handled differently or there's room for movement. Sure, there's uh, there's certainly the question of equity, pay equity in, in, in professional tennis. Um, I, th- I just lost my play. Oh, uh, you know, well, why not have why not have coaching? Allow coaching. Every other sport has coaching. Why? Why? Right. Why does tennis have this rule? Like, well, you can't coach. You can't do this. You can't do. Well, why not? Every other sport that I'm aware of, unless there's one that I'm I'm not aware of, they allow coaching. You know, yeah, allow somebody give you what? some tips along the way, sure. and as long as it doesn't slow yeah. slow down the game or interfere with right. the game per se. Exactly. Let them coach. Who cares? James, you're echoing what a lot of the pros, the former pros, who are analysts now have been saying since that day. I mean, what's the, what's the point? What's, the, what's the problem here? It's an outdated rule that needs to be changed. Uh, so give me some uh, reflections on uh, Rich DeVos. I know you, because of uh, last week and his passing away, and, you know, you're doing uh, an extra effort, you know, to bring his, uh, his story to the audience here in, uh, in Central Florida. What did you come away with? Yeah, well, I, I, here's a point, and you, you may not even realize this, James. Um, Pat Williams originally went to Rich DeVos and got an audience with Rich DeVos up in Michigan mm-hmm. to bring baseball, to get him to become an owner or a potential owner for Major League Baseball. Baseball, the National League was about to expand by two teams, and Orlando was in the hunt. Uh, but it wasn't long after Rich DeVos said so he got a brief meeting with Pat Williams. There was no dog and pony show. Pat just laid it out for him. And Rich says, if you don't mind, step out of the room for a few minutes. So Pat did. And Pat was relating this story to me last week when he came over to the station. He stepped out, and he wasn't out for 10 minutes, came back in, and Rich DeVos said, yeah, I'm in. Let's do it. Let's, wow. let's move forward with this. And then ultimately, of course, baseball decided to expand to Miami and Colorado. Mm-hmm. So and now uh, Orlando's out, and Rich DeVos is just going to go back to you know being his, this multi-billionaire with, with Amway. But... The timing was such that Bill DuPont, James, you remember this. I do. When Bill DuPont's uh, company went belly up and he needed to sell the team. He was the owner of the Orlando Magic at the time. So here's Rich DeVos. He steps in and he bought the Orlando Magic from Rich DeVos, I beg your pardon, from Bill DuPont for $85 million. Remember, this is a team that Orlando got back in 1987 or 88 for $32.5 a team that now is estimated to be worth like $1.2 billion. So, not a bad return. But Rich DeVos was always terrific with the media. Uh, he was congenial. He loved going into the locker room after games to, to talk to his players, whether the team had lost or whether it had won. To a man, they all loved Rich DeVos. 
Now, he may not have been the best owner at the time when it came to keep Shaquille O'Neal here in Orlando. Mm. They ultimately lost him to Los Angeles. But Rich DeVos otherwise was a great man. That's a very good family. Now, let me good ask- thing that... I'm sorry. Yeah, let me ask you the question. Now, the the question, the DeVos family. I don't. Is the DeVos family? Do you think, in your opinion, your observation, as devoted to the Orlando Magic, the team, or as an investment, as Rich DeVos was the original owner of the Orlando Magic, or is there, you know, or is this the type of family who's got more money than you know God. King Midas for right. crying out sure. loud? Who might say, look, yeah, it was fun. Our you know our father, grandfather, he loved he loved the team. And we're just not that interested in it, so uh, they sell it. Uh, is there is there a chance that may happen? What what do you hear? Anything? No, it's not going to happen. This is a family business, and they've made plans. You know, he's he's already turned over. I mean, Rich DeVos hasn't hadn't been an active owner for years. Yeah, okay. His son had taken over. They've got family. I think we've talked about it here before. He has a grandson who really wants to be part of of this franchise. It's a family deal. Look, if they had they had wanted to sell it they could have done that years ago right yeah. and not only are they keeping the team but they're building this entertainment complex right across the street from the amway center alex martin's talked about that just uh, just a few weeks ago i'd be shocked yeah it I mean, just makes honestly, it worth if they ever if they ever sold the team that just makes it worth some soon it makes it worth more money and i don't i don't know yeah i mean you know somebody's Maybe. like hey we could walk away with you know a billion and a half dollars but you know a billion and a half dollars to the devos family is chump change Mm-hmm. You know, the same thing, you know, they, you know, they got, they own six yachts for crying out loud. Uh-huh. You know, the family, oh, what yacht do you want to go? I don't know, but the one in Lake Michigan now, let's go up to, you know, the one in California. That's got to be a yeah. sweet deal. Unless yeah. the brothers well, and, and sisters are. You know, what if, what if Shaq had stayed, you know? Yeah. I mean, you can go all the way back and kind of hate doing this to Nick Anderson. He's a good guy. What if Nick had made just one of those four free throws? I know. The NBA oh, Finals God. back in 95. Oh. So many of your listeners, I know they know what I'm talking about. Clank, clank, Nick clank. makes one of those free throws. Uh, Orlando wins the game, and who knows? They might have won the Finals in 95. Oh. As oh. it is, they got swept in four games. Remember that. And then in 96, here Michael Jordan's back. Welcome back, Michael. And, and then, of course, Orlando didn't go back to the NBA Finals. They ultimately lose Shaq. They lose Penny. Oh. They get back to the finals in 2009 with Dwight Howard and what was a really good team. Finally did win one NBA Finals game, but lost that as well. Here's my point. My point is that you've had at least two different times since this franchise came into being back in the late 1980s where you had NBA championship caliber teams that you were putting on the Mm -hmm. floor. Mm -hmm. And now we don't have anything, James, we don't have anything remotely close to that. This team has continued to go quite the opposite direction. And until they hit the lottery, quite literally, with the NBA draft yeah. and get some Wunderbond superstar, then it's just not, you're not going to get free agents to come here and play unless there's a great core base. This is going to be another long year for the Orlando Magic. Ah. You know what I think People? happened? Oh, well. Here's what I think happened. I, I think they built the new Amway Center on top of a uh, seminal uh, Indian uh, burial ground. Oh, and there's boy. some kind of there's, there's, there's some kind of curse, yeah, uh-huh. you know. And they got to bring they got to bring some shaman in or contact the Mikasuki tribe oh, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. They got to bring somebody in and 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 sweep that place, clean it out. You just gotta you gotta bring in a smudge stick or something and clean it out. Let me ask you a question. You know, I remember Nick Anderson with the clink clank clunk. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. You th- 
I don't know. I'm just asking. Do you think that Nick Anderson, probably after that fiasco, it was just a free throw fiasco. Do you think after all that he had to go see somebody and said, man, I can't carry this around for the rest of my life? I would. That's 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 something tough to carry around because that's, you know, when you mention Nick Nick Anderson, that's the first thought that comes to everybody's mind are those free throws. And it's too bad. Yeah, it is. And it's too bad that, that, that it's almost like Bill Buckner. With yeah. the Boston Red yeah. Sox in 1986, he had a great he had a great career. But when you mention Bill Buckner, that's all that people think about. The same is true with Nick Anderson for for Magic fans who've been here since day one. Nick used to always drive the bucket. You know, we saw Nick at the free throw line quite a bit right. after the finals in 1995. Uh, Nick Anderson developed a three point shot <laughs> because he he got to the point where he didn't want to go. He would deny this, but he didn't want to go to the free throw line. No kidding. No kidding. He developed an, an, a pretty good three-point shot. Yeah, after that, you you just have the yips. You know what I mean? It would just well, <laughs> look at a held held in a handbasket. No, no pun intended. But yeah, well, oh, there, you know, I, I guarantee you this, James. In quiet times and quiet moments, yeah, Nick Anderson still replays that moment in the 1995 finals. I'm sure he does. I mean, one free throw, make one out of four, and you win the game. Well, I hope it's not an albatross around his neck. I mean, nobody should nobody should have that. That's fate. a burden that he yeah, shouldn't that, have that to burden. carry. Good thing we're not bringing it up. No, I bring it up as an observation. <laughs> I just it was Pat Clark who brought it up. Everybody, it's my fault. Yes, it's my fault. <laughs> no, it's not your fault. I'm the one who brought it up about whether you think Nick They're Anderson, yeah. you know, replays that over and over and over. Uh, Things like that. You know, we all have episodes in our life where we go, "Geez, right, you know, what happened there." Well, look, Nick has become a great ambassador for the team. Right. Um, he, he's all over the place, and by all accounts, he's doing well. Good. And the franchise has embraced him as they did when he was a player here. So, uh, Clank, Clunk, whatever, <laughs> uh, Nick Anderson yeah. uh, was and always will be a big part of this franchise. That's just the way it is. All right, Patrick. We're going to let you go. Thanks for joining us. Have a great weekend, will you please? All right, James. Talk to you next week. Okay. okay. You got it. Pat Clark okay. handles sports Bye over now. at Channel 2. Bye-bye. W-E-S-H Channel 2 in Orlando. We've got that regular round of closest to the pin. Eddie the Shaman should be coming in. So you want to win it all upcoming on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win your way to our iHeartRadio Music Festival in Vegas is just minutes away. On Real Radio 104.1. From... Spot for a Thursday. Hurricane Florence uh, approaching the mid Atlantic coast.
in the Carolinas and parts of Georgia. Not looking good. We'll connect with CNN after a bit. Mo's got a little bit more information about the storm. The 5 o'clock coordinates are in, Jim, and it is Hurricane Florence, 100 miles east-southeast of Wilmington, North Carolina, 155 miles east of Myrtle Beach. Uh, the maximum winds are 100, but the scary thing is that this thing is only moving at 5 miles Ooh. per hour. And so it is a big, it's still a behemoth. From the center, it goes out 80 miles with hurricane-force winds, and some of those feeder bands have already started to approach the landmass. Um, and it it's going, they expect it to make the eye uh will probably hit the coast of North and South Carolina late tonight, early tomorrow morning, and then move over and up into the... CNN just showed a map. There are about five nuclear power plants five. all scattered around that area. I think it five was like or seven eight. Or... Yeah, there was a lot. I'm like, wow, well, I think one was so an many. office, but be that as it may, right. it's just uh, like, like damnation. Yeah. <laughs> yep. What do we have... Uh, Three in Florida is two two operational. I don't even know if two are. Well, then the one that was north of uh, Turkey Lake is that one shut down. That's down in South Florida, the Miami area. All right. I don't know if it shut There's down. There's Crystal then. River. Crystal River that's shut on the down. West Coast. Right? Yeah, that's shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, My brother used to talk about that one all the time because he was a videographer who worked for Florida Power at the time, and he'd have to go to that plant and do some you know video work for training. And he said. Oof. Nah, it was just nasty. The sus- Scary. When the sustained winds are 100, Jim, and it gusts up to 120, yes. that's not an easy storm to, right? I, I think I saw something that said, um, well, of course, you're blown off your feet, but it within six or eight inches of water, you're you're washed away. And and not much more than that, your car's washed away. All right, let's go to the CNN correspondent. So, I think he's in Top Sail Beach, North Carolina. I think they got him. Let's see what he says. Because I want to. It's because I feel as though I need to. It sounds like a commercial. Now we got another one. And to put this in perspective, Wolf, officials and forecasters here are talking about getting maybe eight months worth of rainfall in a period of maybe just three days. And again, Ooh. beginning here in earnest by the intercoastal waterway, this flood surge is really getting dangerous right now. Just be careful over there. there it's uh, Wolf. He's not going anywhere. He's sticking in the yeah. studio. I don't blame him. Yep. Nice suit. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, he dresses well, Wolf does. Never smiles. Well, he smiles every so often, but you ever hear Wolf Blitzer laugh? Never, ever. No. I'd imagine he it must. comes out as a hell. I saw him on Jimmy Kimmel and he uh, recently. I am trying to remember. Mm. Eh, maybe a chuckle. Yeah, a little. A titter. Maybe a little. Mm. Maybe a titter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a tee-hee? No, not a He doesn't seem like he's a tee-hee type. <laughs> it's more like a hee <laughs> Oh, boy. Anyway. Definitely did not snort. No, that's why I do that, though. Yeah, the water continues to rise. That's what causes all the damage. I mean, the wind is scary, but then this water keeps getting higher and higher and higher. Things start floating away. Storm Those surge. things that float yeah. away start banging into other things, causes more damage. Right. That stuff gets destroyed. It bangs into other stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at this poor sh- schnook. What? Where is he? Look at this. There's the Ferris um, wheel. Yeah, exactly. All he wanted was some... Ki- you know, hey, send me where the action is. Mm-hmm. He's in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Come on, send me where the action is. Iconic Ferris wheel where all the gondolas have been removed for several oh, days there. now. Well, if you can see past, you see the clouds... Those clouds are actually moving southeast. We're on the back spin of Hurricane Florence. Those clouds are moving out to sea. It's been like that all day and can explain why the surf down here, along with the tide that is going out, is still relatively flat. 
We're just getting a few drops <laughs> here and there. Lake Eola's rougher than, yeah, than yeah. what's going on here. He's going, what am I doing here? Why does Cuomo get all the key assignments? Because <laughs> when you are on the what was it, the south side, you know, that's where the hurricane is pulling from. So the water's a little calmer. Well, I'm just saying, say, why do I get this yeah. assignment? I'm as good as Cuomo and Andrew, stupid <laughs> Anders and Cooper in his tight shirt showing off his biceps. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah whatever. Know. Weather looks nice. In Don Beach, Lemon though. down there walking yeah. around like he's Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's barefoot. I was surprised. So Cuomo. Oh, he was barefoot too. He was, yeah, he was oh, barefoot too. You don't uh, want sand in your shoes. Cuomo's no. got his cargo shorts on. Oh, he's rolled up his pant legs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, he didn't roll up his pants. No, Cuomo's got shorts on. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, cargo really? shorts. Yeah, he's got dad shorts on. Oh, God. oh, he's talking to a beach guy now. No, Don Lemon oh. is. No, he had to get oh, a little Lemon bit. Lemon put his rolled his pants. He rolled on. his pants up. You know, he's he's cash. Yeah, I like that. Those gay guys, Ashley. they know how to dress for you well, know, hurricanes. Listen. You know what I'm saying? They get to yeah. keep it all together. Anderson looks good. I think Chris Cuomo's handsome, so he looks good when he's out in the field. He's very handsome. Does Chris Cuomo have a hairpiece? No, 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 no. His brother has that same hair. His father had that same hair. See, they share it. It's a hairpiece. No, no, it's not a piece. <laughs> Passed down it's sure. not a generation. True. Yes, yes, yes. You want to put some money on it? I don't, but... Why? What Take do you Take a know? look at it next time. No, I look at it. I, no, really look at it. I imagine... No, I don't imagine that that's fake hair. You imagine what? Never mind. Uh, Running your fingers through yeah, it? Maybe. <laughs> I may have. But Chris Cuomo, let's get after it. Let's go. I wish oh, he would just You drop. can get after it over yeah. right, right here. Let's he, get after yeah, it. Okay. Time for Cuomo's court. Oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Woo-hoo. Yeah. The only way I can tolerate him is because I can't tolerate at... Rachel Maddow. God but be that bless. As it may. Will she be out in the field tonight? No. No, she doesn't do any of that stuff. She does sometimes. Not often, but sometimes. Yeah. Think it's and what's his time? The one who's on before her, he was in Flint, Michigan. Talking Hurricane about... is not going there. No, no. Is I... it? No. Oh. He's no. sitting with Michael Moore and talking some other progressive and Democrats and, you know, how wonderful everything's going to be. Well, going... no, 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 no. I got, I got the impression. When I, the little snippet I saw, they were talking about how they are poisoning their people and they're still poisoned. They can't, still can't drink the water in Flint. Oh, I, I, I thought they, uh, talking about politics oh, and progressive politics and how mm. just ordinary, you know, the same old boilerplate they said all the time. You know, ordinary people need to run for, you know, okay. Yeah, okay. So ordinary people get elected and then, uh, you know, they turn sour. You know, they get up there and say, well, this is a pretty sweet deal. You can't take a shower there either. Where? In Flint. You can't take a shower? No. Because that's that whatever that junk is gets in your skin. It's really still after all of this time, and nobody seems to have an answer. So I'm a big believer in optics, and I think optics count. Uh, in truth, they shouldn't, but they do. And when uh, when what's his name continues to show up in his army field jacket and his baseball cap, Michael Moore. You know, yeah, it doesn't. He's a schlepper. He's always been a schlepper. That's him. That's, uh, well, I'm saying people don't. You know, people don't respond to to a schlepper very well. Yeah, you can. You know, he looks dirty. Well, he can't shower. He's from Flint. He's not living in Flint. I think he may be. I don't think he ever left a Flint. 
He may have another house in California, but I think he has roots in Flint. Oh, I think he has roots, but he's not spending a lot of time in Flint, Michigan. No, you wouldn't either if you can't drink the water. That's his thing. That's his thing. You know, see, you know, he's got so he's got the old, you know, the the tennis shoes on and the whatever. Like I'm the, you know, I'm the heart of I'm a regular man. You know, I'm the heart of the salt of the earth. Blah blah blah. What's his net worth? Oh, buddy. Research Let's is see. looking it Michael up right Moore now. Yeah, well, he has you guys want to guess? 40, 50 million dollars? Yeah, Mike Myers, he's worth $150 million. All right, Good I'll say him. 70 for Michael Moore. I'll say $50 million, Michael Mo, Moore. Michael Moore. What do you got? Mm-mm. Throw it in. I don't think so. You're not betting. 25, Come on. 25 mil. Jeez. Uh-huh. On the money, $50 million. Thank Points. you. That was at the time of his divorce. Mm. Happened on my birthday yeah, four was... years ago. Mm hmm. You got fifty million dollars, and you're still wearing a in a, a cap that you wore when you were fourteen. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Want to play a game? Call now for closest to the pin four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. If you don't have fifty million dollars, you probably need to be a little smarter with the money you do have. You don't want to waste it just paying high interest rates. Like if you. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Yeah, time for that regular round of closest to the pin, Time for another Entenmann's Chocolate Donut as well. I'm playing against Ray. Jason is the backup. What's the prize, Mr. Pinkman? That's going to be a gift certificate for dinner for two to Tapatoro Tapas Bar and Paella Pit for Visit Orlando's Magical Dining Month, sponsored by American Express. That is happening all September long. Over 100 area restaurants are offering three-course meals for just $35, go to orlandomagicaldining.com for details. That's a $70 value right there Tell and you what. a good time. Let's get Ray on board, see if he can win it. Hello, Ray. Hey, Jack. Ready to play? I sure am. Got a category. Uh, yesterday it was I Smell a Rat. We have a companion category today from Brad. It's called You're Such a Brat. Facts and figures about the 80s version of the Rat Pack. Okay, it's the Brat Pack. Okay, uh, ready it. to go? Yeah. All right, Ray, let's do this in three, two, one. The Brat Pack was strong in St. Elmo's Fire, the coming-of-age movie released in this year. 82. The ageless Rob Lowe portrayed Sam Seaborn from 1999 to 2006 on The West Wing. How many episodes did he appear in? Mm, 42. Not Bombastic Bushkin, but rather Emilio Estevez's character, Gordon Bombay, in The Mighty Ducks. How many movies in the Disney series? Four. Brat Packer Andrew McCarthy teamed with Jamie Gertz and Robert Downey Jr. in the movie Less Than Zero. That was released in this year. 93. Once engaged to Emilio Estevez, Demi Moore went on to star in many films, such as Striptease, when she was the highest paid actress at the time. How much was she paid? Six million. Fine. Good job. Let's put you on hold. Let's get Jim back in here. Gets Ray's time recorded. Of... 
Yo, Jim does. Thanks to Brad, co-producer for All Gaming. Thank you, Brad. Thank you. <laughs> Jim strolls back in, chowing down his chocolate-covered chocolate enemies donut. Mm-hmm. Aloof as ever. Jim, <laughs> category submitted by Brad today. Yesterday was I Smell a Rat. It was about the Rat Pack. Mm-hmm. This is a companion category. It's called You're Such a Brat. About oh, like the Brat Pack? The Brat mm-hmm. Pack, correct. Right. Action figures about the 80s version of the Rat Pack. Ready right, sure. to go? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. All right, let's reset the clock and begin in three, two, one. The Brat Pack was strong in St. Elmo's Fire, the coming-of-age movie released in this year. 87. The ageless Rob Lowe portrayed Sam Seaborn from 1999 to 2006 on The West Wing. Yeah. How many episodes did he appear in? Uh, 30. Not Bombastic Bushkin, but rather Emilio Estevez's character Gordon Bombay in The Mighty Ducks. How many movies in the Disney series? Three. Brat Packer Andrew McCarthy teamed up with Jamie Gertz and Robert Downey Jr. in the movie Less Than Zero. That was released in this year. 85. Once engaged to Emilio Estevez, Demi Moore went on to star in many films, such as Strip Tease, mm-hmm. when she was the highest paid actress at the time. How much was she paid? Two million. Time. What? What, what? Okay. One of my favorite... I know. I believe now cult movies. Think she only got two million for that, huh? I, I wouldn't be surprised less. Oh, all right. I don't know. I have I your just time. Said two million. Yeah, I know. I get it. Yeah. You gave your best answer. Yeah, bro. Did you do your best? Bert Reynolds might have gotten paid more than her. Probably got more than Smokey and the Bandit. It's really a stinky movie, but you know, it's a good book. Vaseline, bro. The book was a lot better than the movie. Carl Hyacinth novel. Jim, adding five seconds of your time. We're going to do that as a sort of a handicap. He's got another Against one coming out soon. These distinct advantages that you really? have. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Okay. You're All such right, a brat. Bro. Ready. Thanks, Brad. Uh, St. Elmo's Fire, Emilio Estevez, Rob Lowe, Andrew yeah. McCarthy, Demi Moore, Judd Nelson, Ali Sheedy. All were in it. Mm-hmm. What year did the movie come out? Ray said. 82. Jim. 87. 85. Jim is closer. Jim gets one point. Rob Lowe was in the West Wing mm-hmm. for many years, seven years. How many episodes was he on for that mm-hmm. show? Ray said. 42 episodes. Ooh. And Jim. 30. 80. Ooh. That means Ray ties the game. It's even Good Steve. job, Ray. Mm-hmm. Uh,. He was supposed to be the focus of that show. Martin Sheen was supposed to be more of a background character, but the way it played out, they kept adding more and more Martin Sheen. Uh, so let's continue with the Mighty Ducks question. And Brad asks, how many movies in the Disney series? I haven't seen one of these. Uh, Ray said. Four. Jim. Three. On the money. It's a trilogy. No, Three. Jim gets a point. Three, yeah. Made $120 million at the box office for that trilogy. Double points for Jim. It's now three to one. Andrew McCarthy. Well, he was a Brat Packer as well. He was in Lesson Zero with Great Robert movie. Downey Jr. Better book. Yeah. Great book. Mm-hmm. Good movie. James Spader was in Spader it. Jamie was, Gertz. Spader was fantastic in that movie. That was before Robert Downey Jr. had all his legal problems. He was good in that too. What year did this movie come out? Ray said ninety-three. And Jim eighty-five. Eighty-seven. Jim gets it. It's four to one. Looks like no dinner for Ray, but Jason should be pretty happy here. Uh, so, Demi Moore was once engaged to Emilio Estevez. Emilio. Son of Martin Sheen. Mm-hmm. Um, brother of Charlie. Mm-hmm. 
Demi Moore was at one time the highest paid actress working. Like at the time when Striptease came out, how much was she paid? A little bit more meat on her bones in that movie than later on for Charlie's Angels. Correct. Mm -hmm. Ray said for Uh, Demi Moore's pay. Six million. Jim. Two million. Twelve and a half million. Ray is closer. Jim wins. Sorry about that, Ray. Uh, Have a nice Friday. I'm the champion. I am the greatest. I will work them. I can't lose. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes. Grenades and closest to the pin. pin wow. Pin, pin. Wow. The win. Win loss record, please. 95 32. <laughs> Real mobile texting, questioning if Smokey and the Bandit was the Carl Hyacin book we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Yes. What? <laughs> well, you, we were talking about Striptease, the Carl Hyacin novel turned into a film. Yeah. Demi Moore. Right. And Burt Reynolds was in it. And you mentioned you thought she got $2 million. Oh yeah, yeah Burt yeah. Reynolds probably got more. I said he probably got more in Smokey and the Bandit, more than two million. I don't know. I have no idea. Pinkman, can you ask uh, research to look that up? Fine. What else did I have you? Hate to, to wake you, up, but you didn't get back to me on there. Something oh, earlier. You had me look up the uh, serial Dine and Dasher guy. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, what, what what was that about? That story. So he went on about get a load of this. He went on about ten dates or so. Mm. Uh, and then walked out on each and every one of them, <laughs> sticking the woman with the bill. One of them, one of the women said he ordered a chicken dish and four lobster tails, <laughs> no. in addition to expensive wine and souffle for dessert. Said he had to go make a phone call and then disappeared. She had to pay two hundred fifty dollars. Oh, he now faces third. Uh, what is it? I believe ten felony charges. What's the charge? Other than being a schnook, mm-hmm. grand theft. And he may get 13 years in prison. Good. Grand theft. Yep. 30 yeah, years. When it's over a certain amount. 13 years. It's, you know, otherwise petty theft years. over a certain amount. Well, they have an agreement beforehand. They're going Dutch. I mean, what it's was, uh, or did he invite, I guess he invited the women the out. Women, yeah. Seven and then count, stiffed him. Seven counts of extortion, two counts <laughs> of attempted extortion, and one count of grand theft. Oh, they found him? Yes. Oh, they did. Oh, yeah. He pled not guilty. Pleaded not guilty. Well, that's just a legal step. I mean, yeah, everybody yeah, pleads I mean, not guilty. Yeah. Hmm? Unless you get a plea deal. Points. Habeas corpus. Hmm. Corpus crispy. <laughs> that's just, that's that's just, a Texas that, that's, just that's just not right. Uh, you just, it's just not right. Have you ever walked out on a meal? No. No. Can't no. say that I have. No. no, no. Have you? <laughs> I have not. My father did. On purpose? Was he, he was, mad? He couldn't get the bill. He just couldn't get the bill. He couldn't get. He couldn't it took forever get his and ever. To the waiter. Know, yeah. Okay. And and the bill. You know. Yeah. It was an hour trying to get the bill. It seemed it was an Ocala. Many, 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 many. So he years just ago. got up. Snarly Charlie just so, got up go. and left. We're getting the hell out of here. Fair okay. enough. See you later. Bye bye. Damn. The close. I don't know why he didn't stop at the front and said, "Look, you know." Hey, listen. Hell, the hell is the you know? Where's the bill? Might have been more to that story. <laughs> he was already angry on a war path. Closest I ever came was I went to uh, try and pay my tab at a bar, and the bartender never showed up, so I threw cash down and left. Thank Ooh, you. Oh, that's very dangerous. Threw it yeah. down, yeah, yeah. yeah it was right down on the bar. Me. Was the bar full? No. It wasn't even busy. That was the aggravating part. Some people. <laughs> they got tipped.
Yeah, you just never know when a guy, you know, he's running low on cash and he looks over and just laid down a five or ten or whatever you're putting down there and all of a sudden they're... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello, Abraham. Hello, two more. <laughs> Long necks, please. <laughs> Jim, a place you don't have to worry about that kind of behavior is Elixir, downtown Orlando. They fed the file today. Had a salad with chicken. It was very, very, very good. You had the Elixir salad. Moira's been that's on this the past no- couple days. You like my, that? That's my order, yeah. It's fantastic. She's digging it. I had some chicken wings because they actually, on uh, Thursday, they have 70-cent wings. They have football tonight. Uh, oh, Friday, okay. half off the menu from 5 p.m., Elixir, and this Saturday, it's where you can watch a bo- boxing match between Alvarez and Triple G. That's going to be at Elixir, downtown Orlando, Washington, near Orange. Uh, great food, always a fun time, and you can watch that boxing match. Nice. I bet yeah. you a dollar Alvarez wins the bout. What do you have against GGG? Okay, deal. All right. I have what? no idea. Triple G. But he just. Wants I, know, to pick I have someone. no clue. I just, you know. Thinking about a bet, that's all. Middleweight, some Alvarez of the best fighting out there. Versus GGG. Mm-hmm. Gloves Jim, up. Keep those gloves up. You yeah, we'll said Alvarez, bro. pinkies you know, going with GGG. Elbows in. Man, you don't want your pancreas to get injured. No, yeah. you don't. Mm-hmm. Your kidneys. You need your pancreas. Bow, they get you in the kidney. Oh, you drop that right. Bam. Here it comes. That's that left. Hurt. Right ah. to the temple. Good Ooh. night, nurse. Ow. See you later. <laughs> keep your guard up. Good night. Right <laughs> to Queer Street. Yeah. Um, Flat on your back to Queer Street. Or <laughs> on the Dow. You mentioned Queer Street yesterday. We had a texter, Real Mobile, 770 through one, uh, with a query. What does that mean? <laughs> query. It's just an old boxing term. I mean, you just uh, you, you hit him so hard. He, they hear. He, you know, his mind gets queer. I mean, queer has taken on different connotations, of course. But essentially, you know, Start. queer is strange. It's not uh, settled. It's uh, so you get hit hard and you hit the, you're, you know, you're. You hit so far, you don't know where you are. You start to see the, you know, if it was a cartoon, you would yeah, the see birds. the birds and yeah. the yeah, tweet, stars tweet, tweet. going around your head. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you know, the fights in New York, and they say, "Where are you?" And you say, "Cleveland." Well, they know. No oh, cuckoo. Yeah, you're on Queer Street. Mm-hmm. I don't think they use that term very much anymore. Probably not, except in the gym. You know, when you're on the speed bag. Oh yeah, <laughs> that I always wanted to learn how. To, I, yeah, it's hard. Is it? Yeah, speed bag. Because mm. you think it's going to be easy. You just keep your fist straight, but then it starts going left and right. And you oh, look oh, like oh I see what you mean, yeah. Yeah, you look like a real doofus, don't you? Yeah. Everyone's Especially like, when you start wrapping your, your fists in tape. Ow. You know? <laughs> like you jump rope a couple of times, then you step up to the speed bag, like watch and this. And one, it, two, pow. Hit you in the face. <laughs> That's what I think <laughs> would happen. <laughs> yeah, clunk. Mm-hmm. I know Stallone could do it. I mean, it's just he practice, was, right? It's just practice, practice, practice. Sure. But you know anything. Sooner or later, you're going to get it, and then you get some tips along the way. I don't know what they would be, except practice, practice, practice. I don't know. You were asking about Burt Reynolds and what he got paid for Smokey and the Bandit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jack uh, thought he might get a, might have gotten paid a lot. Well, at least more. Than, I was proposing more than $2 million, or purporting. Do you think he got more than Jackie Gleason? Uh, yes. yes. Because Anyone else? He was in his movie Prime when this came out, right. and yeah. So I think definitely more than Jackie Gleason. Anyone well, else? No. Uh, the the but the full on budget for Smokey and the Bandit was only five point three million dollars. E. Reynolds made a cool one million, and uh, that was about it. That's it. Seventy seven. I guess that First was the movie. That was All the right. price. 
Hey, let's switch over to this guy, uh, CNN correspondent in Morton. Yeah, they're going back to Wolf. South and west down the coast, <laughs> CNN national correspondent Miguel Marquez is at a Carolina beach in North Carolina. What are you seeing? Yeah, we're starting to see those winds really pick up, Wolf. You can see the trees here uh, at the uh, hotel where we that's are so staying. Much. They are starting to you know, move quite a bit. There's a there's a building that's under construction just near here that is also, we're quite curious how that is going to, to uh, stand up. We've been watching the beach for much of the day and those waves really building throughout the day. Police don't want anybody on the beaches here in uh, Carolina Beach. They are already seeing some flooding, and that's why they don't want folks on the beaches here. There, there's a there's a berm, a dune that goes along that beach, and it started to the waves are starting to wash over on the north end of town. They're seeing about uh, two feet of water there there now, and they expect that as much as a third of this town will be underwater Ooh. by the time all of this is over. 6,200 people live here. City manager estimating that maybe 600 or so have decided to ride out this storm, but we are just beginning to see the amount of rain, that storm surge, and the wind that will just sit over this area for what looks like the next 24, perhaps 36 hours. It is not going to be pleasant for a very, very long time, Wolf. All right, there's uh, the CNN correspondent in Carolina Beach, North Carolina, wherever that, the hell that is. Well, we know it's in North Carolina. But uh, makes for some good television viewing tonight, maybe, huh? Just one of those, thank God. It's oh, as here. it comes in, thank yeah. Thank God it's oh, right here, you know. Yeah, but Mo said it was, what, 100 miles out and moving at 5 miles an hour? Oh, it's slow going. So it won't be till tomorrow, right? Yeah, I think mm. tomorrow, was it morning or in the evening? It'll be it in makes... the... I thought it was, yeah, if you do the math, it's 20 hours from now, well, from then. So... But that's to the eye. You still have the front half of the storm that will be impacting Right, it area. started, I mean, yeah. because it's such a wide storm, mm -hmm. some of the bands have already been on land, and that's what this guy was talking about. All right, we'll take a little break. We'll come back. We'll talk with Jim Colbert, see what he has planned for the program tomorrow between 3 and 7 on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A Saudi Arabian man covered himself in bees to try and break a world record. He ended up failing this attempt. He said it's okay because he has a plan B. Next, <laughs> a spa in Japan allows you to bathe in wine or ramen broth. Ah. So you can choose the wasp package or the broke college student package. Finally, a Florida woman has been arrested after pouring hot sauce in her husband's eyes. Spicy eyes. Clap. Are watching you. Clap clap. Headlines were brought to you by WeAreNotTheBanks.com. And transmission. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, WeAreNotTheBanks.com. Love them. Use it for a refinance when I uh, I did that a few years ago for my home, Brad Siebert and his team. They take you through every step of the process, let you know all the paperwork you're going to need, all the things you have to sign, what to expect, when you're going to close. In fact, WeAreNotTheBanks.com. They're a direct lender and their mortgage is made easy, they can close in 30 days in most cases. Now, if you're looking for a new home, they have a certified home buyer program where you get to compete against cash offers. You will actually have the advantage in a multiple offer situation. You get to eliminate the doubt, make your offer stand out, and even close faster. Uh, regardless of your credit history, they can work with you. If you're military, they handle VA loans as well. For all your mortgage needs, log on to their website. It's wearenotthebanks.com. Little spot for a Thursday on Friday between 3 and 7. It's the Jim Colbert program. And every Thursday at this time, we talk to Jim to see what he has planned for tomorrow. 
Well, among other things, I heard on the uh, promo, Mr. Colbert, that you went to a gay bar. I did go to a gay bar. First time? Oh, no, no. I, I love gay bars. I do, too. I You know, it's, it's fun to, you know, sometimes be, uh, you know, some in a little flirtation, you know. You say, yeah, sorry, you know, you know um, not that's not my thing, but yeah. I but I appreciate the attention. <laughs> you know, uh, you know what gay bars are full of is uh, extremely interesting people. Yeah. Um, and good looking men uh, too. Yeah, great looking guys, and uh, I'm flattered when I get hit on, which is occasional. I have uh, I have the bear quality, which uh, some of them adore, Jim. I can see that. So that does happen occasionally. I get hit on, and I'm uh, flattered. Um, but uh, yeah, we we actually go for uh, this was a charity event yeah. at Savoy on Orange Avenue. I think Mo was part of it as well. Oh right. yes, I was there. Okay. I was bartending this year. I didn't dance on the bar, but I have in past years danced on that bar. Uh yeah, exactly. It's I'm just spot. saying. So yep. We we're up there. Uh, Ross was doing some bartending, trying to raise some money. I think all in all, we raised uh, twenty five hundred plus dollars. Fantastic. It's, uh, it's the last count I got, and I think there were three other guys to go before it was all said and done. So I thought it was a great evening. Uh, good spot, and uh, my, my incident happened there. I don't want to. I kind of would like to. I want to say it on the show, but it was just. Let's just say that. Let's just say that. Bathroom choices have changed dramatically from my upbringing in North Florida. What are you talking about? Um, was so one of those bathrooms? He's determined that you not tell it on the show tomorrow. Now, let me tr- let me guess. Is it one of those bathrooms that has the big tub? You know that sometimes they wheel in an old tub. Mm-hmm. You know, for a men's bathroom, they used to have one in Mount Dora all the time, and I never did like that. You Although, know. if it's a drag queen, you know, or somebody in, an, you know, a different outfit who is dressed as a woman, that person is a man, that person could go in the men's room. Or is it just a unisex bathroom? Unisex? Right. Is that Maybe. what it was? I don't know. Don't give it away. Well, wait, we'll have to I'll be to listening. Mm-hmm. Let's just say... Let's just say it wasn't gender specific and a drag queen did come into play. Oh, we'll yeah. Okay. Tomorrow. Well, yeah we'll, we'll tell that tomorrow at three. Like, I've been backstage at the Parliament House, you know, getting dressed up in drag. And, you know, it's like, what? Putting on like, pantyhose. Wait, Come on it's now. Like, wait a minute. You're, I don't get it. I don't understand it. But you get, and you, then you got the, where, like the boobies. Where'd they come from? I don't get it. I'm no, confused. I'm not, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, hormone. You're just a hormone and an implant away from having yourself a nice set yourself, Jimbo. Exactly. Another vodka and soda, please. Uh, make it a double. <laughs> Let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. You know, I like to, when I, when I can remember, I like to leave the food section of the New York Times in your desk because you're into this, of course. And I heard the show about uh, hamburgers and cheeseburgers and all that stuff on Sunday. I thought it was fantastic. But this, uh, this copy, uh, this section of the New York Times, the food section, has a thing about catfish. I was talking about yeah. this yesterday. Is this something that you like? I have... I'm, I've never been a catfish person. I, 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 I don't get it. I don't even see any. There's no taste in it for me. Yeah, you know, I, I find that catfish uh, fries very well. And believe it or not, I'll give you a little heads up. Uh, this is going to sound kind of not a got not kind of what our show is about, but uh, the House of Blues have been making this little fingerling catfish uh, basket for yeah. a long time out there. They serve it with this beautiful remoulade. It's like a flavored mayonnaise, uh, right. thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I mean, it's a showstopper. They're unbelievable. I think 
Uh, occasionally fried catfish is awesome, but I kind of agree with you. It's just kind of a crunchy, bland fish that goes well with hush puppies, fries, and slaw. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you take a like a, a piece of catfish and you dip it in something to get some taste. Otherwise, it's it's crunch. It's, it's always it's, fried. They never do it any other preparation. Not it's that I'm always aware. fried. You are you? Do they ever pan fry it? I mean, just in some oil, or can you can you Saute bake catfish? It, I have no idea. I'm not. I don't know. Yeah, you. Uh, I, I get a cast iron skillet, get about an inch and a half of oil up to 350 degrees, and make a half and half flour and cornmeal, salt, pepper, garlic powder. Uh, make a little egg wash with some milk and egg, and then you go into the dry, into the wet, back into the dry, and into your oil, and fry it up golden brown, and get some. Make your own. Make your own tartar sauce. One of the easiest things in the world, and the difference is amazing between that and bottled tartar sauce. Super easy. Yeah. Yeah, you do it with a shrimp oil or whatever. You know, a lot of the times it's just the, it's the sauce that you dip stuff in that gives it, you know, just that that extra kick. Do you know? And I'm watching this uh, hurricane coverage, and thank God it's not coming here. And I don't feel bad about saying that. I mean, I, you know, nobody wants any harm done to property or people, but uh, you know, we go through it a number of times here in the Sunshine State. And being in in the business, you always have to show up, and then you're worried about your property. And so it's like. Thank goodness, you know, we're not getting that mess. But you see the governors or the, you know, police chiefs talking to the to the press and people sign. They always have somebody signing next to them. Do you know do you know any signs of signing? I do not. Uh I other than the curse words that seem to stick with me when somebody showed me as a kid. Yeah, I just don't and I wonder how hard is it to learn how to sign or you know, I've always thought if I visit some place outside of the United States that they speak a different language, I always try to learn a little bit of the language. Please, thank you. You know, that kind of thing. Where's, yeah. where's the where's the restroom? That kind of thing. Well, and I'm know, just wondering I, whether you, we all ought to know a, a little bit of signing to just, you know, just in case we might need it. You know, believe it or not, you're going to love this. I went on a mission trip with my church when I first moved to Orlando, and one of the kids on the trip was deaf, and I learned the entire alphabet. Yeah. And, and you know, of course, that way you're speaking in long form, which takes forever. You know, and you learn all the, mm-hmm. the motions for complete words, sometimes even sentences, which I never picked up on. I never really had to. But, you know, my wife used to sign her choirs thing in church years and years ago. She learned all those songs and signs. So, you know, like sunset, sundown, sad. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah, but I agree with that. It's almost like Spanish, man. I believe that you know you sh- you should know the basics in Spanish, and I mean not not like one course in school. You should be able to communicate in that language. I mean, I, in fact, I mean not effectively, but at least enough to get yourself around. You know. Yeah. No matter where you go, I don't care whether you go to France, or you go to Germany, you go someplace they speak a different language. You always learn five or ten words or a couple of expressions it really goes a long way because a lot of people in other countries they're waiting for you they're just waiting you know they you know prove to me you know that uh, that you can communicate a little bit and then they'll help you right along and probably most of the time they know how to speak english anyway yeah you know what we had some friends that were just over in europe for like 10 days and they were chronicling their trip on facebook and one of their one of their biggest issues through the entire trip was the barrier because no different than Americans can be very stubborn when it comes to learning other languages. Uh, a lot of European nations are the same. Now, I know a lot English is mandatory because, you know, we trade a lot with those countries and doing business with them. is, And that's that's why we say American students need to learn Chinese and, and Russian because we're doing business like that a lot, but uh, and Japanese for that matter. But 
it's the same kind of thing. They said that they didn't they didn't run into anybody rude, but nobody went out of their way to help them with the language barrier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You say a couple of words in the in the native language, you'd be surprised how people will help you along. They see you're trying. Yeah, Americans are known for, and I say it all the time. They're known for uh, for uh, for two languages. Uh, that's American English, loud and louder. Uh, that's about as far as we we'll be listening tomorrow, buddy. Have a good show. You got Thank it. you, buddy. Jim Colbert show tomorrow between the hours of three and seven on real radio next week. We'll open up it a little bit more cause I'm out of here uh, at the end of the year and we'll open up it a little bit more. You can ask questions and maybe things you wanted to know about me that you never uh, had the ability or the opportunity to ask. And I'll try to answer them within reason. Of course, it's the Phillips file on real radio. One Oh four point one. Your next chance to win your way to our iHeartRadio Music Festival in Vegas is just minutes away. On Real Radio 104.1. Oh, yeah. How you doing? Time for So You Want to Win Us. So You Want to Win Us has three rounds. First round is True False, followed by Brad's in the News. If you make it to round three, that is Brad's who said that. We have some nice prizes for those of you who make it through three rounds. Right, Mr. Pinkman? What do we got? Yes, sir. We have a pair of tickets to For You, a symphonic celebration of Prince at the Dr. Phillips Center on October 7th. Go to drphillipscenter.org right now to buy your tickets. I also have a pair of VIP tickets to DeLand Bacon and Brewfest Saturday, September 29th. That is going to get you one hour early access, special bacon-infused buffet lunch, Bloody Marys, a commemorative mug, unlimited brewery samples, and much more. I also have a pair of run-of-engagement passes to see Peppermint at any Orlando AMC theater. Get out of here. Jennifer Garner's in it. I know. Oh, yeah, bro. So that's it. We posted a video today. She went to the movie, had bought the tickets, uh, but because the movie company wanted her to do that, but she was totally embarrassed by it because <laughs> you're buying tickets to your own movie, <laughs> and then you're in the theater. Well, what if people don't like it? Well, you that, wear a fake beard. She actually not only did not wear a fake <laughs> beard, beard, but she didn't wear makeup and looked great. No makeup. She's the one that does the... Uh, Capital One commercials? Yeah, yeah what's right. in your yes. wallet. Yeah, Ex-wife of, or separated wife from Ben Affleck, former Batman. So I was thinking... <laughs> yeah. My wife knows more about this because she was involved in the business uh, marketing and all the advertising and all that kind of stuff. You know, Mayhem? The yes. Character oh, Mayhem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, he was in Oz. So, and Eddie's probably been witness to this thing today because of conventions and stuff like that. You know, you have conventions. Sure. And sometimes, you know, characters who are really strong in commercials, I mean, where people are going, thank you 
for being that character. And I mean, that's a successful run of commercials. There's no question about that. Mm-hmm. People look forward to that commercial. Yeah. So, do you think it's mandatory that he show up for the convention? Or do they say, we would like you to show up for the convention, and by the way, we're paying you this much to show up. You know, you're going to wear that black suit, you know, the whole thing, the vest, the whatever, and maybe a bandage around your head. Right, you know? right, 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 right. Because, you know, agents, it, conventioneers, they go crazy when stuff like that happens. Sure. Oh, uh, yeah, I believe they have, they pay they him up. Yeah. to be there, mm-hmm. and he will be there. If he wants to keep that gig, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I would yeah, imagine yeah, yeah. when they when they do a contract, they say yeah. you have an obligation to. I don't know whether they. I mean, Definitely. that's all up for negotiations, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm right. sure. But you know as well as I do that when some of the what's her what's her what's her name who's the who's the one with uh, with uh, Clo Clo. Flow? Like Flo. Oh, you mean Flow? Flow. When she, you know, she Tricked shows up. Now people go nuts. Yeah, yeah sure. The name your price to Now, do you think they show up in the in the in the outfit in the or white they outfit. show up yes, just and by the way? Do. Of course, yeah, yeah, they yeah, have to, sure. right? Uh-huh. I, it's I, like Cinderella showing up in just street clothes. Just but it it depends. If they're doing some type of corporate presentation, yeah, they're gonna be that. But if it was like a cocktail party mm-hmm. or whatever and they're there, then they yeah. might be street. Yeah, clothes. they're all in the auditorium, you know, yeah. they're whatever, they're having the luncheon and whatever, the yeah. dinner and out comes flow or out comes mayhem, mm-hmm. you know. Can they charge for a photograph? I'm, well, here's the thing. I think personal appearances or public appearances that would be an added fee because if you think of you, hey Jim, you just booked a major commercial. Let's say it's about fifteen thousand dollars. It's going to run for a year. We've bought you out. Hey, your commercial's doing really well. We want to buy you for the next three years. You can then negotiate, get more money. But if you have to do a personal appearance, that's definitely a separate fee. Because again, think about it. They're gonna are they gonna make money off of his image as mayhem? Now, isn't he mayhem? So again, do they have a gift shop where there's little, you know, bandages with a little that they can the kids can buy and put them on their head? I mean, how far does it go? Because now it's an iconic role. It's not just another commercial. I don't know. Jim, uh besides with all eyes on the uh, eastern coastline yes. of yeah. the United States. Yes, yes, yes. A little north of that, there is breaking news with multiple explosions reported north of Boston. The meth lab? No. Uh, police warns of issues with a natural gas line. More than a dozen explosions Jesus. Uh, on late Thursday afternoon, according to police. Uh, actually, they say 17 separate explosions. Uh, people were uh, being warned uh, to turn off their gas. Yeah. And warned to turn off their gas. They say that's far too early to speculate on a cause. All right. If CNN switches over to that, we'll uh, bring you the latest information. Let's get so you want to win underway. Uh, okay. Bob, you ready to play? Sure. All right, Bob, here we go. You got lifelines for all rounds if you want them. True or false, Bob? Hurricane Florence is expected to drop 10 trillion gallons of rain on North Carolina alone before it moves on. Is that true or false? Uh, I'm Probably thinking true, but I'd like a lifeline because it seems awful high. Eddie the Shaman and Mr. Pinkman, if you'd like to join in, help so, out Bob. Pinkman, do you think it's only just on the land? Because that's does that consider what's landing in the ocean and all that stuff? 10 trillion gallons of rain on North Carolina alone. I say, let's do it. True. 10 trillion. Let's true it. It's a lot of gallons they're, of water. They're going true. What do you want to do, Bob? Uh, let's go true. That's your final answer? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, round Very two. Nice. Good luck to you, Bob. Brad's in the news. Stories are ripped from the headlines. And your question begins like this. In a profile in Gentleman's Quarterly magazine, 
Beatles member Paul McCartney recalled the time he, with fellow music legend John Lennon, collaborated in a one-off or maybe it was like a two-off performance. Perhaps it was the inspiration of one of their biggest hits. Come together. What were they up to? Oh, oh, oh. oh. definitely a life flight, please. I haven't seen that since military school. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. I got this. You got it? They were uh, having an old wang-dang doodle, you know. I'm saying, bro. Really? A knife fight? No, touching one another and no, it, wait themselves. In like the this, uh, getting sandpaper off of a uh, oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Uh-huh. Okay, Doing I'm it trying in to the keep it room. clean, bro. So you're saying it was a, a, a mutual agreement? It was agreement. like solo together. Okay, you know, it was their, one of their first uh, compositions. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, I get it. All right, right. we'll go with that. Let's just give it to them, okay? Let's move on. Here we go. Yes, please. Yeah, they're having a good old time. Yeah, Yeah. strum this. I'll strum Uh, this if you'll strum mine. Here we go. Brad's who said that. Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. No man has a good enough memory to be a successful liar. Who said that? Socrates, Abraham Lincoln, Clarence Darrow. No man has a good enough memory to be a successful liar. Socrates, Abraham Lincoln, Clarence Darrow. You have a lifeline. Lines. Um, I'm thinking Clarence Darrow, but I would like a lifeline, please. Uh, I was leaning towards Socrates. Socrates? Yes, because of the no man. No man. Who was the other option? Abraham Lincoln. Or Clarence Darrow. I'm going to go with Socrates. Thank All you. right. Both of you are recommending Socrates. No man. Yes. Uh, what do you want to do there, uh, Bob? I'll go with the lifeline that they're saying, Socrates, let's go for it. All right, oh, here we go. That's your final answer? Yes. No, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Bob. Lincoln. All right, well, I don't feel so bad. Oh. <laughs> I just can't see. I didn't see Lincoln saying that. Me neither. So Socrates. This is a long time ago. His sheet hanging out in his toga. It was along with Socrates. Sitting on a box. Here's Jose. Ready to play, Jose? <laughs> Yes, uh, I'm going to make it quick. I might uh, pause here, but let's go through true, false, true or false. In the USA alone, there were 382 reported cases of accidental penis burns reported as a result of using hair dryers during 2016. Is that true or false? I'm thinking it's false, but can the guys help me that time? What do you think, guys? 2016 was a rough year for a lot of people. 382 cases. Of I'm going to say that is very true. Uh-huh. Yes. True. They're yeah. saying true. Jose, you want to go true or false? Yeah, go with it, then. You're going true. That's your final answer? Sorry, it's no, false. No. Oh, it's sorry, the Phillips files. More of So You Want to Win It <laughs> when we come back on Real Radio 104.1. And now back to the greatest game show ever. Come on! My NyQuil and ecstasy is wearing off! So You Want to Win It. Back to So You Want to Win It. Here's Anthony. Thanks for hanging in there, Anthony. Good luck to you. i got a true-false question for you, Okay. Sounds good. Here we go, buddy. I'm going to skip one. I'll go to this one. The Guinness Book of World Records lists Israel's Sheila Araki as the person with the longest underarm hair at four feet, three and three quarter inches. Is that true or false? Uh, that sounds about right, but I'm going to ask for a lifeline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sheila Araki. Definitely. That is, that's a lot of arm hair. I'm going to give it to her. Yes. All right, let's go with that. You're going with true. That's your yes. final answer? I'm sorry, that's uh, false. Was it longer? Anthony, I was going to say false, bro. Why was it? Is yeah, it in Hebrew, it means long hair, but oh. that's uh, but that's about it. That's just Thanks, Brad. Okay. Oh, that's There's Danny. Ready to play Danny? Yeah. There we go, buddy. True or false, NASA is considering 
offsetting some of its costs by selling the naming rights to its spacecraft and rockets. Is that true or false? That sounds pretty true, but I, can I get the lifeline? Sure, out there? of course. How about if, Danny? What do you think, guys? If the NBA can put patches on their uniforms, they're definitely going to slap some logos NASCAR style. I say it's true. What do you think, Pinky? True. They both say true. What do you want to do there, Danny? I'm going to say true, too. That's your final answer. There you go, buddy. Good job. Nice. Round two for you. You're moving along to Brad's In the News. Stories ripped from the headlines. And here's your question. And yours is a common bond. An armed robbery, a tire blowout, and a car crash. What do these three things have in common? The What was the first one again? An armed robbery, a tire blowout, um, and a car crash. Lifelines? Mm. What do you think? Okay, flat tire, crowbar. Tire blowout. Armed robbery, tire blowout, car crash. Um, masks. They have masks when they arm robbery. I feel like <clears throat> it instead of relating it to like a tire iron yeah. or some other item i feel like it's all one event that it's connected to Ooh, like how about monster jam or something no tire blow help him out mo i don't even understand the answer myself i don't either okay Want um, to give me another one? Oh, uh, now i want to know all right can i give you another one sir is that all right yeah yeah because this one is no. very confusing yeah. to me let me give you another common bond since you seem to have yeah that. let's do a common bond right. number five give them yeah, five yeah yeah mary lou retton john schneider and nashville on-air radio personality bobby bones what do these three people have in common there you go. mary lou retton john schneider and nashville's on-air radio personality bobby bones what do these three people have in common what do you say pink Dancing with the Stars. I was going to say Dancing with the Stars, nice. right? Oh, That's yeah. Final answer. Bonus. Yeah, we're going to give it to it you. It is Dancing with the Stars you this just year. just sit back. We'll move you along. Yep. Here we go to Brad. She <laughs> said that. Here's the quote. Tell me who said it now. Here's the quote. Alone, I am nothing. Who said that? Robert Burns, Robert Frost, or Robert Plant with Led Zeppelin? Alone, I am nothing. Robert Burns, Robert Frost, Robert Plant. Uh, Lifelines. Uh, uh, I don't know. Robert Plant did have a solo career. I yeah, think it's Robert well. Frost. Mr. Frost, the it tree does, guy. It does sound frosty in. <gasps> you use my terms. <laughs> but I feel okay. like... I feel. Yeah. I just feel like it's going to be a curveball and it'll be Robert Plant. So I got to go with Robert Plant. Oh, yeah, split decision. Robert Frost or Robert Plant? I'll give you a clue here. It's not Robert Burns. Uh -huh. So it's either Robert Frost or Robert Plant. We're it's up to right. you, Danny. Well, I'll go with Frost. I don't know who either of them are. Robert Frost <laughs> oh. is a great American poet. Robert Plant, of course, with Led Zeppelin. All right. I'll give you, uh, five, I'll, more, I'll I'll give you five more seconds to think about it, Danny. Robert Frost okay, or yeah. Robert Plant? Uh, Plant. You're going with Plant now. All right. No, no, I'm, I'm going with Frost, man. I'm gonna oh, give, my right. God. Pick one. I'm going to give five okay. more seconds to think. you got to make a pick, Danny. Me, Robert Frost okay, or Robert Plant? Plant. You're going go. Plant. Plant. All right. Yeah, I'm not. Final answer. Plant. Sure. All right. Here we go. Oof. But, All right. Okay. That's your final answer? That's it. Is that your final answer, Danny? Yeah. Please, please, please. please. Yeah. yeah. Baby. yeah. <laughs> oh, Eddie nice. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Like to mess with him just a little bit, Oof. you know? Keeps that exciting. Art, here we go. You ready to play? Yes, sir. Here we go. Art, true or false? Boston 25 News reporter Catherine Burcham was live from the scene of a plane crash at a Massachusetts airport and told the audience that a defective flux capacitor was the possible cause of the crash. Is that true or false? Uh, um, 
I, I just got to go false with that. <laughs> if she said that, then I don't know what to say. <laughs> well, you know, mm-hmm. we've all been there. Let me tell you. Each and every one of us in this business, well, we've all been. Sometimes you say stuff I, and you just, live just, to regret. Let, let me let me let me ask for a lifeline then. Okay, lifelines. What do you think? Unfortunately, it's true, my brother. True. That okay. too. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to go true then. That's your final answer. Yeah, you got it. We'll give it to you. Round two. Here's Mo. Oh boy, uh, it. This is Brad's in the news. Here we go. It's jingle. Is the kind of earworm that's hard to get out of your head, but now you might have to. Despite generating $3.8 billion in nationwide sales by the end of August 2009, the on-again, off-again underground staple has failed to measure up and will be phased out in lieu of smaller options. What's going under the knife? Um, I don't even want to ask to repeat the question because I don't even know what that... Okay. <laughs> what you're asking, but there's a jingle um, that ended. There used to be a jingle that was very annoying, and you kept hearing it over and over and over. And it generated right. a ton of sales. And now this underground staple has failed to measure up and will be phased out. The product will be phased out in lieu of smaller options. What's going under the knife? Oh, um, Lifeline. I'm sorry. Oh, All right. I know what I it think is. It's, okay. is it Subway five dollar footlongs are going That's away. Your yeah. Final Five dollars. Yeah, oh, baby. Oh, you got one more to go. Yeah, the five. Yeah, Very exactly. good, Pinkman. That's pretty. Four ninety nine. Yeah, good charades. Five dollar foot long. Yeah, yeah. Four ninety nine. What'd you do? Oh, I, I, oh, sub. That's a sub because oh, he's looking up is. the Periscope. Yeah, that's excellent. Nice. By the way, if you just did it straight, it wouldn't have sold. But since you did the thing where you turn the handles forty five and, and, and then you got to turn forty, that's mm. what sold it right what there. What I should have done is gone yeah? like this. Okay. Oh, yeah, you put your, your hat, hat back. Oh, yeah. nice! Oh, yeah, so you don't hit the brim around. against the thing. Yeah, exactly. Actually, you know what I thought you were going to do? That's such bad form. You know, you have these submarine captains, and all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> Yeah, you bonk into it. The tunk. Oh, you know, they forgot to turn their caps around. I thought you were going to mess with your chair, and you were going to actually lower out of my sight oh. line. That would have been really cool. Like, dive, dive, you know? I learned that <laughs> in dust boot. Okay, Eddie, oh, settle down. Here we go. Brad, who said that? Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. Quote. I was the dork in high school who sang musical numbers up and down the hallways. Who said that? Amy Sweezy, Amy Grant, Amy Adams. Ooh. Ooh. Um, I'm thinking Amy Adams, but can I get some help on this? Sure, of course. Oh, yes. I was the dork in high school who sang musical numbers up and down the hallways. Yeah. Amy Sweezy, Amy Grant, Amy Adams. I think Amy oh, Adams. Boy. You know, because, again, she's just, you know, she was singing to the animals and all that good stuff in her little movies. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Amy Adams. What do you think, Pinky? <sighs> Amy Sweezy. You're squeezing it? I'm squeezing it. What decision between Amy Adams and Amy Sweezy? Who is Amy Sweezy? Channel oh, my two. God. Who are you? She's the meteorologist at Channel 2. Holy and Toledo. author. She wrote a book. Several books. One of our, Ooh, one of our favorites. I'm, I'm sorry for not knowing. Um, <laughs> I guess since it's I don't, okay. I don't know Amy Sweezy. I'm going to go with who I do know, Amy Adams. Amy there you Adams. Go. Okay, That's there you go. Good way to play it, sir. Yeah, baby. Right. Yeah, right. Too good job. This good. Way to go, Pinkman. We've got room for a couple to a few more contestants mm-hmm. to go, and so you want to win out when we come back on Real Radio 104.1. First things first, to check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. In France. Six people have been detained after vegan activists reportedly vandalized nine businesses. I didn't know people could muster up the energy to be so radical by only eating salad. Nerds. Next, 
Authorities in New York have busted an illegal exotic animal peddler with 11 lizards hidden in his car. Oh here come all the people acting like they've never had car lizards before. Let he who is without car lizards cast the first stone. Finally, Fortnite addiction has apparently contributed to 5% of all divorces in the UK this year. Who knew so many 12-year-olds were married? Headlines were brought to you by iHeartRadio. OK Google Play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. And transmission. Orlando City travels to Chi-Town to battle Chicago Fire this Sunday. Coverage begins at 4.30 p.m. on Real Radio 104.1 and iHeartRadio. And now back to the greatest game show ever. You want to win the hokiest, cornballiest, plastic gifts that break when you look at them? Yeah, so you want to win a... Back to So You Wanna Winna. Let's uh, get this going. By the way, they've had a series of explosions and fires in the Boston, Massachusetts area. It looks absolutely horrific. Horrible. Many of these homes are just completely engulfed in flames. Nobody knows the reason for this. Apparently, they believe gas explosions for mm-hmm. one reason or another, but it's not one house after another next door to each other. They're just scattered right. here and there and whatever just blow up. It done blowed up. It done blowed up. Hell damn. Hot damn, man. Uh, holy smokes. Mm-hmm. Bad. Came home, you know, after work, got, a, got out of the car in a driveway. I thought, what happened? What? Had the house stand done blowed up. Nobody talks like that in Boston. Not unless they moved there from. Yeah, from Kentucky or somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. They blowed up real good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's uh, Rusty. Ready to play, Rusty? Oh, Rusty. Let's go. All right, Rusty. Oh, Thanks peppy. for hanging in there, yeah. buddy. True yeah, yeah, or yeah. false, nearly 10 million people worldwide will die from cancer in 2018 alone. Is that true or false? 10 million people worldwide from cancer. I think that's false. What the lifelines think. I agree with you. I think it's false, too. I think it's going to be more. More. Oh, yep. Agreed. More. Mm-hmm. All you have to say is true or false. You don't need to say more or less, but yeah. False. Okay. Less. What do you want to do there, Rusty? I think it's false. Think about it, will you, buddy? Are you sure? True, I mean. I didn't ask you. Okay, I meant false. Hey, Rusty, (laughs) think about it. Nearly 10 million people worldwide will die from cancer in 2018 alone. Rusty, it's up to you. True or false? True. That's your final answer? (laughs) Come on. He's thinking about it. Come on, Rusty. Think about it, Rusty. You didn't hear me. I said true. Oh, he said true. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. Now he's got an right. You don't have to get, you know. He's copped an attitude now. Okay. Uh, you didn't want to do that. You only made it through round one. Got an attitude. Yeah, now he really. You know you got two more. You make it to round three. I'm going to screw with you. No, see, you want help from Jim. You don't want to piss him off. Here we really. go. Not on round one. Okay. Dateline, Washington, D.C. Rusty. Hello. 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 Is anybody in there? Last year, it took Hurricanes Harvey and Irma, two of the worst natural disasters in U.S. history, to make it the most downloaded app online. The walkie-talkie app is favored by rescuers to communicate in disaster zones. Now it's in the top spot in the App Store again. As Florence surges, so do the downloads. Name the app with 120 million users. Wow. Oh, let's... Let's talk to Pinky. He knows all the apps. He does. Oh, yeah, Pinky knows he's, all the apps. He's the millennial, Eddie. 120 million users. Yeah. What was the rest of the sentence again? Hello, hello. Oh, from the... Hello. Oh, no, never mind. Like CB think Radio? Of, uh, think of Yo-Yo Ma. Oh, cello. Uh, cello. Or hello. 
or hello how about cello uh, how about zello that's your final answer there you go I remember that That's one. That's it. It's a Zello. It's like and a it's, walkie yeah, talkie. It's, it's a big deal in a storm because you can talk to people when your phone's not working. Okay, wow. here we go. Here's uh, Brad's who said that. And because you copped an attitude. Uh-oh. Look out, Rusty. It, you know, I might just leave you alone. You know, no, here's see. the quote. Then right, we'll go from that quote. Right. I am blessed to have so many great things in my life, family, friends, and God. All will be in my thoughts daily. Now, who said that? Lil' Kim? Kim Kardashian? Or Lil' Bow Wow? I am blessed. It just sounds ah, funny if you'd even say a little bow I am out. blessed to have so many great things yeah. in my life. Family, uh -huh. friends, and God all will be in my thoughts daily. Okay. Daily. Right. Lil' Kim, Lil. Kim Kardashian, yeah. or a little Bow Wow. Uh -huh. It's up to yeah. you, Rusty. I'm not going to mess with you. Just, you know, use your lifelines if you want to. I'm going straight for Lil' Kim. Lil' Kim. That's your final answer? Yes. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Lil' Kim. Uh, yeah. That's a man with a command presence. He knows stuff, Rusty. I think we're out of yeah. prizes, so now it's just for the glory. Larry, here we go. <laughs> Ready to play? Hey, yes, Larry. Uh, all right, Larry, here we go. True or false, the official state of Florida saltwater reptile is the loggerhead turtle. Is that true or false? Um, true. True, okay. That's your final answer? Yeah. 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 Good job, round two. Okay, London Fashion Week will soon be here. I can't wait for the latest innovations in style. Meat dress, romper, hot pants, you name it. Rumor has it that this year's catwalk has one-of-a-kind creations from the house of honey, or honey. The theme is based on the Vietnamese word, I, A-I, for love, and the first-time models are programmed to please. What's so special about them? Hmm, hmm lifeline? Nice. They're fake models. They're yeah, artificial they're intelligence. They're robots. They're robots. Payment? They're robots. Okay. That's your final answer? Yeah. yeah, they are the robots models. Yes, uh-huh. Robots. Here we go to Brad's who said that for the glory, sir. No prizes. Oh. Quote, what? I think. What? Oh, oh he what? didn't know this. <laughs> He's been holding all oh, this time. Fine. Hey, you, you want the glory or do you want to just. I'll take the glory. All right, here no, we go. No, he's not happy about it, though. Listen <laughs> quote, to him. Quote, quote, quote. I, I think... was on it line for two hours. Okay, go ahead. I never mind. You weren't on the uh, line he's for a two liar. hours. No, that's You're a liar. You're a liar, Larry. You might have been on the line for 48 minutes, but not two hours. <laughs> quote. Yeah, I hear you. I think the truth is black and white. Who said that? Malcolm X, Thurgood Marshall, Nancy Grace. What do you think, Larry? Um, I'd say Malcolm X. Want a lifeline? Yeah, I'll take one. Good idea. Michael Jackson said it didn't yeah. matter if you were black or white, but I believe that was Nancy Grace. Malcolm X, points. Split decision. Uh, they, they're not the Malcolm same. X, yeah. the leader of the Nation uh, of Islam. Stick with Malcolm X. Stick it with Malcolm X. Here we go. That's your final answer? Yeah. Yeah, baby. You got right. no glory, Larry. No, no, no. Good job. You're going to have a great weekend. Malcolm hey, X okay. was not the answer. I thought it was. It was oh, Nancy, Nancy Grace. Grace. Well, uh, one anyway. Uh, no. No. Sorry. Um. It was. It was. I'm like, it's wait. All right. Never mind. Hey, Thank you for playing. Wrong. So you want to win a? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a weird one. Holy cow. Maybe I was hoping. Oh, yes. Yeah, I know. It is time to let your yin meet your yang. Reach deep into your soul. Find your inner child and teach him not to touch himself in public. It's the hardest working man in the business. I give you Eddie the Shaman. Yeah, he had an attitude anyway. Let's uh, get those uh, chakras aligned. The chief flowing. Here's Eddie. Woo! 
I'm telling you, people, uh, now is the time. Hey, hunker down, all my brothers and sisters of love along the East Coast. Make sure you have water. Make sure you have batteries. And again, be safe. And again, don't play games with Mother Nature. Mother Nature wins. But the one thing you have to think about now as we are transitioning brothers and sisters of love, now is our time for harvesting. Because as you know, back in January, we sowed the seeds. We were trying to alleviate in the year 2018. And some of you have. I can feel it. You're alleviating yourself. You're letting go of things. You're maybe not taking things as seriously as you used to. But you know something? Some of those outside influences are starting to create inside conflicts. So what I want you to think about now is I want you to think, where am I and where am I going? And it's really not that hard. You could say, well, Eddie, I'm sitting in a chair. Very good. That's a good awareness. Where am I going? Hey, Eddie, I'm going to the kitchen now to get some water or I'm going over to the couch or I'm heading to the store. But the thing is you have to think about is as you are transitioning from your mindset to your physicalness, you have to think about what is the energy. So what do we do? Easily strike the chime. And when you strike the chime, we strike the chime because we're trying to pass the energy from me to you. And the great thing is, if you think about all those vibrations, now, here's a great thing that's going to happen today. Today, we're going to go on a special journey, because this journey actually is really a self-unification, a recreation, an unsettling and yet settling of yourself. So now, what I want you to do is just take a deep breath. I mean, a really deep one. Enjoy that oxygen for a second and then let it go. And what I want you to do is take another deep breath. And think about everything that happened this week that was bad and let it go. And as you are letting go, I want you to see the formulation of a beautiful jungle right in front of you. Now, the good news is you can wear whatever you want into the jungle. So some people might wear something uh, beige or maybe something camouflage. Or some people just wear shoes or some people what don't wear shoes. Cloth, like I wear no. Fantasy Fest. Yes, I remember when you went to Fantasy Fest. I remember your astrological costume and I remember your loincloth. And that's the thing because, Jim, in those times, in that moment, at that place in your life, you were so comfortable with what you were, who <laughs> oh, you were, and word. where you were, mm -hmm. that you decided to show that comfortableness inside, on the outside, by wearing said loincloth. Well, cocaine probably helped, too. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'll tell you, I bet you were feeling the breezes. Now, the thing is, is think about this. All those vibrations that you've been sending out, brothers and sisters of love, to your future self since January, now is the time for harvest. So as we start to head into the jungle, I want you to get excited, because as the wind starts to make the grass move, yeah. And as the trees start to dance just a little bit, there's a clearing off to the left. And there's this beautiful stone. It's about uh, about the size of a chair, maybe a giant tree trunk, but it's covered in green moss. And on that stone is a glass of happiness. Now, as you pick up your glass of happiness, you must say out loud what is in your glass of happiness. Jack Bradshaw, what is in your glass of happiness? Family. Excellent. Mr. Pinkman, what's in your glass of happiness? Oh, it would. It could be anything. It I could was, be anything. I, well, I got whiskey. I answer. So. Yeah, go, Pinkman. Don't block. Just go. I what said whiskey. For? Thank you very much. Uh, what kind of whiskey, uh, though? Uh, uh, let's go with. Uh, let's go with Four Roses bourbon. Uh, well, I guess you're very specific now. It's interesting. Go with your specifics first time. Mo, what do you think? What's in your glass of happiness? Uh, lots of hearts and love. Oh, I love that. And Jim, what is in your glass of My happiness? Wife, Catherine. Oh, I love that nice. answer. See, for me, it's this beautiful green tea with lavender tones. Because the lavender is going to help me feel better as we start to make our way deep into the jungle. But as we leave our little glass that is empty and it's now full of our happiness. Bye, little glass. Thanks, little glass. You're a wonderful vessel, little glass. 
and we leave that area. And as we start to go through the jungle, it's starting to get a little thick. You're going to step over some trees and some... Oh, look out for that vine. But it's okay because everything is living and breathing and everything is here in front of you. And as you see, there's a little teeny path over to your right. And this, oh, you're starting to feel it. There's a pole. It's like there's a little stream there. And the little stream has little fishes in it. But the thing is, what color are the fishes, Jim? What color are your fishes? Uh, they're, they're blue. Oh, Jim, blue is a wonderful color because what you're actually asking the fishes to do is help bring you a calmness, help bring you a happiness. And as you know, the fish are very comfortable breathing underwater and you are breathing air. Now you and the fish are one, so you are now comfortable by the water. What about you, Mo? What color are your fish? Mine was sort of greenish aqua. Ooh, that's a beautiful thing because that means they've done some traveling, Mo, and they're actually in a period of transition, which is okay because guess what? Sometimes we change our colors. Sometimes our favorite color isn't our favorite color uh -huh. anymore. Jack Bradshaw. Tell me about your fish, man. Purple. Oh, that's the color of royalty, which means you actually, uh, Jack, you're coming into a sense of wealth. You're even coming to a sense of, of, of permanence. You're coming to a sense where not only was that rock a chair, but it might have been your throne. That's the thing you must think about, Jack. And, of course, Pinkman, where are your fish? What color? Blue. You know why, Jim? Jim, do you notice that he said blue? And what color did you say, Jim? Blue. You see what's happening, Jim? No, what's happening? No. Pinkman wants to be you. Aww. He wants to be you so much he wants to be blue, but he can't be you. But the good thing is, Jim, he's just following right behind you. I don't know if you noticed, he's right behind you on the path. Did you see him there? No, we not. That's yeah. exactly. I'm surreptitiously following you. Exactly. Aww. That's how we go, bro. So the next thing you know, you say goodbye to the fish because the fish are gone because they're in Bye you fish. too. Bye, fish. And ooh, whoa, 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 there's a little radical change. As the wind begins to dance, the trees start to clear, and there's a beautiful Buddha statue. And in the Buddha statue, there is a bowl with a piece of fruit. And this fruit is his offering unto you, much like we offer the Buddha ourselves. Now the Buddha is offering you sustenance, happiness, and joy in the form of a fruit. Jack, what fruit is it? Ah, uh, bananas. Oh, Jack, you know, you mo most people eat their bananas upside down, Jack. And if you did not know it, brothers and sisters of love, the next time you eat a banana, I want you to pop that banana open. I want you to take your index finger. And I want you to poke it in the dead center of the banana because the banana is the only tri-colored fruit in that it splits three perfectly identical ways. The banana splits. What about you there, uh. Pinkman? What kind of fruit you got? Grapes. Well, you know what's really funny is Pinkman, they're grapes now, but after following Jim for so many years, now you have raisins. And the great thing is that means you squoze all the juice out of Jim you possibly can, and you're left with Gross. this beautiful sweet fruit that you can sustain yourself on for years to come. Mo, what about your fruit? What do you got? I had peaches. Oh, Mo, I love peaches. Because you know what, Mo? You can make a peach into anything. And peaches are very simple because all you need is one pit to grow an entire tree. So, Mo, hold on to that pit, sister. Jim, fruit. What did you get? Ah, uh, pomegranate. Oh, oh, come on. Oh, you know what? I, nice. I can stop. We got to stop for a second. We got to leave the jungle. I got to go to Publix for a second. Jim, today I almost brought you a peach pie. They had the little peach pies on sale. There was a peach one, and there was a cherry one. And I almost brought it, and I was like, no, I'm going to bring him Halloween candy. But I thought of you when I saw Let that peach pie. Thanks. I just wanted you to know that. All right, now we got to go back peach to the jungle. Peach pie from Publix is very good. Apple's. If you can make sure they're peach. They're, yeah. Most of the time they are. And even if they're not. Even Happy if accidents. Buy peach and it turns out to be cherry. That's okay. It's fine. Yeah. It's, it's a, a part of life, surprise. right? Wabi-sabi, brother. You taught me that many, many moons ago. And as you are now sustenancing on your beautiful fruit, you walk away. <laughs> and as you are now noticing, there is a giant snake in front of you. Ah! Now, this giant snake is actually presenting himself to you because now is the time, brothers and sisters of love, 
We've reaped the harvest, which means if we've planted ourselves and we've grown, now we must harvest, we must shed the skin of the past. We have to transmute all the poisons and the toxins that have been forced or put into our body up to this moment. And most importantly, now you can shed that skin of the past and only look forward and only think of the new growth, only think of the new birth. And most importantly, remember, this snake is not to hurt you. He's actually going to guide you out of the jungle. But if we snap and we jump at the snake at the first chance, we would have never known the answer. So as the snake starts to slide his way through, all the way through, ah, something's coming at us, Jim. It's you. What? It's your future, Jim. Oh my goodness. There it is. It's so bright and it's so beautiful and the clouds and the sun and the moon, they're all aligned. Mm. And the grass is dancing because of the breeze. And as the trees part and you leave the jungle, you now have that sense. You let your senses come back to you. You allow yourself to forgive yourself. You feel much more alive. You feel lighter. And most importantly, as you see that rainbow in the sky, remember this, that rainbow is there only because you are the two clouds and the rainbow is the result of your two clouds. So even if you have a cloudy day, brothers and sisters of love, mm -hmm. it can still produce a rainbow. Or if you really want to, you know what we used to do, Jim? Yeah. You go outside, you get the garden hose and you set it on you know, so yeah. it sprays it. You can see a rainbow every time. Oh, that's right. Eddie. Anytime you want. Just grab some mist, spritz it up, yo, get some, maybe some uh, crystals in there, and you'll have a good time. But right now, Jim, take a deep breath. In. Let it go. <sighs> and as this vibration happens, remember, brothers and sisters of love, you are sending off a vibration that can heal the world, okay. that can save the world, All right. and they can unite the world. So... Deep breath in. Let it go. Ah. And remember three things What's in this that? galaxy. What's that? Peace, love, and the Phillips file. Here we go. Hey, Jim. Yeah. Shaka! Harvest time, brothers and sisters of love. My necklace was made by a monkey. Thank you for partaking in the cleansing of your soul. This is just one step in your journey toward inner peace and happiness. Remember to keep your chakras in line. And wash your hands after you go to the bathroom. This weekend, Eddie, take a look at the Buddha statue in the right hand. And why is his finger so long? Ah, I will discover that and I'll come back to you and answer that. You got it. We're out of here. Good show today. Thank you very much, Tom and Dan. Are next, we're back. We're on back on Monday at 3, right after Sean. He's the news junkie with Sabrina and Celia. And Jim Colbert show tomorrow between 3 and and uh, seven tonight, eat dessert first. Grit like a dog. Wander aimlessly. Pound your conch as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Pop and take care. Good night, Penny. Good night, Will. Remember, brush your teeth. 